Hey, gang. For those of you who enjoy QF, a podcast about Howard Stern, and would like to donate to us just via PayPal, you can using the email address johnnythegreek21 at gmail.com. You can check the link in the description for the spelling, and it's also here on the graphic. And if you'd like to do more in terms of uh, donations or subscriptions, you can use our Patreon account and subscribe via the black kluge level and you can receive our weekly content that we're putting only on patreon it's exclusive for that platform and um anything over five dollars is just gravy guys we love you thank you so much i can do that That's raise your right hand and say i swear on the lord jesus christ i'm not fucking roman well say i swear on the lord jesus christ i'm not fucking roman okay I, I really think that uh, that was a confession that she's fucking him. <laughs> How? She mentioned the charity. Well, hey, I start. She that charity, Jesus, just uh, where's that end? What? Hey, I'm she, starting a foundation. That means that she's screwing the guy. No, no, no. This has been a long time coming. Yeah, but she's mentioned him a hundred times before. So why is this the announcement? Because okay, a charity. When you go into a charity with one person, that's almost like making a baby. Um, Robin, the 34, I think, should go up to 44 on the narcissistic chart because I can't exactly remember what Howard said. And she goes, oh, thank God for people like that. And she was completely referring to herself. <laughs> John High, big wrap-up show yesterday. I heard Robin on the wrap-up show with her. Guatemala, 15 Foundation. I, you know what? I'm resenting the 15 Foundation. Why I feel, are you resenting it? I don't know. It's too much 15 Foundation on the air. Everyone's afraid of you around here, from what I can tell. Because oh, people are like, it. I go, so don't give any money. And they go, oh, no, I better give money. The bigger issue here, even beyond today, is that Robin's Charity's totally taken over the office. Whether it's on air, where she's slipping in charity stuff into the news, whether it's Sal and Richard, whether it's me looking up contacts, whether it's her uh, assistant that's just dropped in the middle of the office when no one knows who she is, if she's in and out of Tim's office. It is, uh, there's more charity work going on here now than radio work. What's the big deal? <laughs> well, the big deal took up an hour on the wrap-up well, show. You know what? I said I didn't want to get into this conversation. Goodbye, Jason. Well, Jason, I don't say. I, I do. I think I, I put I my... I said I don't want to have this conversation. She's upset. Okay. I want to talk to you about it. You know what? I, I, I just have to respectfully quit this job. Right. Because I'm just a torturer to everyone here. I'm a miserable cunt who doesn't even say good morning, apparently. And what are we supposed to be talking about? You're getting... You're, listen, he I'm wants done. more from I'm you. I'm done. You're not I'm done. done. You wouldn't I'm leave. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we were having a great time. It was a good evening. Yeah. And then I got something some bad information happened. that really rocked me. And it just... I could guess what it is, but I'm not gonna. I think I probably figured it out. Really? So, uh, yeah. Somebody betray you? It felt like a betrayal. Yeah. Folks, we've got another 15 Foundation episode for you from QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix, and with me again is Sam. Welcome, Sam. Good morning. 
<laughs> Good morning. We're switching <laughs> roles today. Today, I'm recording in the morning in my unicorn pajamas. <laughs> um, we got a lot of clips, guys. There's almost an hour of uh, stuff, including some video here. So we're going to try to keep our comments to very minimum, uh, a very bare minimum, and then let this do the work for us. So hang tight. First one, this is from May 25th, 2010. People getting coerced into doing Robin's charity. Well, if I have time, Howard, I will. I will get it today. Get that new assistant. What do you got? A new assistant? I'm hearing reports about you. Holy cow! You got to no. hear this one. No. Let me digress. What happened to Captain Dan? I don't know. Captain Dan. What happened to Captain Dan? Is Captain Dan still your assistant? Yes, Captain Dennis is still with me. Well, all I know is people around here. I might as well tell you this. What? The people around here are terrified because Robin is yet another charity event she's organizing. <laughs> terrified of you terrified of you and your charity work because they know they're going to get you know what is that called when they take you into the military not the draft but conscripted or you know what i mean they they are terrified of you oh, let me uh, you're the terrorist he's their consideration here's the report i get obligated to do anything yesterday robin just brings some woman up here with a British accent. Okay, this is the funny part. He goes British accent. And the missus is from Eastern Europe, like Slovakia or something. Oh, my God. That's how insulated he is. Well, this is and, and this is, uh, by the way, guys, after May 25th, May 26th, when Jason comes in, which is the follow up, we're going to record that one with this episode because uh, this is episode nine, I think. And after this time, it's the summer you never hear hide nor hair 15 foundation on the show so something definitely happened after the 26th that either howard you figure howard shut it down or someone or robin decided well fuck you i'm not mentioning it on the air anymore i don't know i i i don't know because howard's such a pussy that i yeah but I think the pressure of everybody including him on the air kind of spelled it out for her mm -hmm. where it would have been embarrassing to keep going on the way she was yeah and she was so pissy in that in that uh on the 26th and you guys will hear for yourself and see thankfully because i found that video which is going to be amazing oh we have a british accident she some accent. Accent. she's from slovenia well whatever she had some <laughs> weird accent well i think she's from so you don't even know where she's from <laughs> slovenia what the hell the uk <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, wherever Slovenia is, only Robin knows where that is. Well, Slovenia. Yeah, I, I was scared of Guatemala. Now, now Slovenia. I was raised in Slovenia. My father was Dracula. <laughs> Slovenia, Transylvania. What? What's the difference? Romania. I mean, <laughs> what is he doing? It's such a fucking seventy nine. And even and even not. when he does the accent, it's terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. I am the son of Dracula. So anyway, uh, Robin, Robin shows up. Yeah, this woman is. He's, he's the son of Dracula, but he doesn't suck necks. He sucks other things. Walking around, and Robin introduces her to no one. I, and what? Listen to this report I got. This is a I report. Introduced her to everyone we saw. I heard she went over where Jason and Will sit. She's sitting on the phone, making phone calls. Jason went back there. He goes, excuse me, who are you? You know, he's going to call security. <laughs> he goes, I'm with Robin. 
(laughs) (laughs) That accent. (laughs) It's most likely not how she sounded. And I do think it's hilarious, though. I mean, imagine if you had to get work done that day and you have just some side project that has nothing to do with the show sitting on the phone in your work area. Not only that, but think a year earlier or a two years earlier, Dr. Ronnie comes in and no one knows who she is either. Robin just literally brings these people into a place where, from what we understand, Bon Jovi had trouble getting in there one time. So, but, <laughs> but these people can manage to get in somehow through Robin. And then, you know, they all work in such close, tight quarters because God forbid they built an inch of space for these people to work. It looks like, yeah. you know, Sweatshop. a call center in Taiwan. <laughs> but they... <laughs> But but then all of a sudden you're going to have this Slavic uh, assistant working on some crap charity on top of it. I'm surprised when we saw that video, that that image of um, of uh, Richard and Sal's office, that there was a sewing machine next to the facts. (laughs) (laughs) However she talks, I don't know. I'm with Rob. I'm with Rob. (laughs) So just like, oh, okay, I think. I don't know where she wound up. Jared, uh, she had asked if she there was a well, place where she could use a computer, and Jared, I left her with Jared. Well, then Jared. I don't know where he took her. She but, ended up in Tim's office on a. Leave her at home. <laughs> How about that? What is there no Wi-Fi at your house? Or in New York, in Manhattan, wherever wherever the building is, and serious yeah, serious buildings a, in Manhattan, right? Yeah, go to a yeah. Starbucks. <laughs> don't they have free Wi-Fi in 2010? I do. They do. They do. They did. They had Wi-Fi and coffee shops and shit. Goodbye. Yeah. You see ya. Computer for three hours. Whatever you were busy with. And she's got. She's tied into Robin's new charity work with this comedy show. And then Robin went like Robin. This is this is all third hand. And you can refute anything you want. So Robin sees um, Richard or one of those guys, Richard or Sal. You will be sitting at a table at the comedy show. I was saying I would like them to. No. Okay, so you heard it from her first. I would like you to. Does that ever, do you think that ever comes out of her mouth? No, I know how she operates. She would be saying, you're going to be sitting. uh, Yes. uh, I guess my son's graduation must be on pause or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you had going on that weekend, forget it. You're now going to be in Robin's hands. Completely. So one of the things is, who is this person that's going on one of their computers that's an assistant of Robin's that they don't know? And meanwhile, these computers, who knows what they have on them, like bits or, you know, who knows what important stuff may be on them? How is she able to use one of these things and they're not getting pissed? Somebody's not getting pissed or saying, no, you can't do that. Wait in the green room. You really can't do that because all corporations have you take uh you have where things are, I guess, classified, even if it's not really that big of a deal. But like yeah. your desktop is different than somebody else's desktop at work, depending on what you have. And you can't cross. There's, you know, you can't do that. You can't. I can't just hop on somebody's computer at work. That's just, yeah. You, so, but you this have, lady you who doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> this lady at whatever. Whatever. This assistant can just go on a computer. I'm no, 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 don't worry about it. Deborah and I recently covered on Patreon the mess in her office from the year later. And we're thinking if they cleared it out, she could have used Robin's computer in the back office, her back office. 
Yeah, where, why won't you use Robin's computer? Oh, because it's an episode of Hoarders back there? <laughs> totally. According to them. And then uh, at the end of it, I guess he them. missed the would like you. No. He said, oh, do you notice I was just told what I'm going to do? And I was like, no, it's a choice. Robin's getting these guys to sit at tables and then they, have to, they get auctioned off to sit at the table for the night with it. Like <laughs> slave trade. All I know yeah. is everyone has to... <laughs> It's a choice. It's a choice. And she has like a machine gun at your back. Yeah. Bring into action with your charity. I is it, asked. There's 15 organizations. Can you end it now? <laughs> Everyone's wanting me to ask you, would you just end it? Just stop and we'll forget about it and never say a word about it. Can you stop? No, because you would never stop saying words about it. It just seems your charity work gets involved with everyone here. No one wants to be involved, I don't think. Well, if they don't want to be involved, they don't have They're to be. They're afraid of you. Oh, okay, let, let me let this one play through. Stop it. They Who's are. to be afraid they of? They are so afraid of you. You hold You're a grudge. You're wacky. I don't hold any grudges. This is what I'm hearing. I don't say that. This is what I'm hearing. I'm telling you. I'm giving you feedback. You're painting me as something <laughs> that's ridiculous. And so are they. They're crazy. Yeah, here comes JD. Uh-oh. JD? You sure you want to talk? <laughs> yeah, well. Why are you afraid of Robin? Because I don't want to get yelled at. She threatened to stab me in the eye with a pencil for talking about her movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's so ridiculous. Like, they are being threatened. And it's yes. creating an awkward work environment. Yeah. And finally, after all this time, Howard is finally putting the foot down. Took long enough. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! That was different. <laughs> different. I was. She was leaving. I heard the thing with Sal and Richard. Right. What'd you hear? Well, it, I can't remember the exact wording, but it sounded. She wasn't asking. She was talking. I, I would like you to. Maybe that doesn't sound like I, an ad. I didn't hear a would like. I heard. Yeah. I you thought, will be. No. No. You will be. <laughs> this is where you so need Jackie. I hope doing something for you. <laughs> I hope you know. I hope you have your time set aside for my function. Exactly. You will be sitting at this table on Saturday. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's I, a black tie affair. I know you can't afford a tuxedo on your salaries, so go out and spend your money wisely. <laughs> <laughs> Just wear white gloves. Sitting at a table together with fans, and they will pay to sit with you. Who's going to pay to sit with Richard and Sal? I was, I, I, I'd pay to stay away from them. I was actually worried. I thought she would come up to me next, but, uh, you know, I didn't think I was that famous anyway. Wow. Well. <laughs> Uh, Robin, don't ask me. I'm busy. God forbid I get a social life. You actually. I miss when they played JD's crazy techno Shit, music techno. when when he came up. And you know, most people in that scene don't don't have that like really awkward voice, like a really yeah. insecure voice. So yeah. that juxtaposed with JD always made me laugh. <laughs> well, have you ever seen those wooden puppets that when you move the mouth, it makes that clacking sound? That's pretty much yeah. what I imagine his mouth looks like when he's speaking. I mean, you've seen the videos. He just looks so uncomfortable every time he opens his mouth. And that whatever <laughs> comes out may as well be may as well be as intelligible as those puppets. Um, so there's only a few minutes left. Uh, but either way, we're going to go into the wrap-up show of that day. 
And that is the, the guess, again, May 25th. And it's, it was originally 40 minutes, but I made it 30 because I got rid of some of the extraneous bits of Sal being racist about <laughs> bringing a Guatemalan child with him and having, you know, the flies near him and stuff for authenticity. And I, <laughs> like, it was just really awful. And I just didn't want that. It, it had nothing to do with the 15 Foundation exactly. So I did like uh, that part. <laughs> oh, God, it was awful. Like, just <laughs> you think Sal, <laughs> no filter whatsoever. Uh, so let's continue. We'll see if that's possible. But... I have to get home early to watch Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, exactly. That's that's definitely the way to do it. But I do want to start off with Robin's charity and what's going on with that. Gary, is everyone scared that they're going to be roped into this? Is Robin telling people what to do, or is that just hearsay? I can only go off of what happened with me. I'm not scared. Again, I've said before, Howard, Robin's done so much for help with my charity that I'm there for her. It is a little soon since the last one, but... She asked me, she said, came to me, she said, hey, would you do me a favor? It is a little soon since the last one. So she's multiple times hitting these people up for charities, not just once or twice, but constantly there's something there. So it's no different than you go to someone, look, can you attend this? Can you provide, I don't know, you guys make um, art. Can you paint something for this? And she's asking comics that are friends of the show who, you know, she might be higher up than. Can you perform here for nothing? Right. You know. Uh, like, I seriously doubt any of those people got anything for attending except, I don't know, free booze. <laughs> Most know, of like... teetotaler comics getting free booze. That's a great deal. It's not. No. So. Would you be at my table that I could sell a table or whatever? And I said, great. The guys, Richard and Sal, said it happened a whole different way. You guys will be at my table. <laughs> they were told. That's what. That's how they said it. All right, guys, come down here because I want to talk to you about the prank call as well. Benji, what do you think? Are people afraid of Robin's charity work? Well, I, Robin asked me. It just seemed like a fun thing to me, so I don't see what the big deal is. I don't know that she would have repercussions if you said, uh, you know, I can't do it. It's not like uh, you, you really have to. Well, Benji doesn't have a family, and he's probably getting paid, I don't know, three times what Sal and Richard are being paid. And yeah, and he, he, he has a he weird just, life. Yes. So, I mean, he's he's getting sex for cigarette cartons. And <laughs> he also likes being in these situations. He thrives on it. He thrives yes. on awkwardness. So anything to put him in any sort of situation would be interesting for Benji. Totally. To do any work. It's just like, yes, there could be a little pressure if you don't want to do it, like someone selling Girl Scout cookies at the office. But, but to, did, to did me, you, it just seems like a fun thing. Jason, Jason, I'm just going to float his theory and let him come in. And, and he said, this is no different than Letterman hitting on women in the office. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I want to hear that theory. Benji, did she ask you or did she tell you? She said, hey, uh, I'm doing I, I would love to have you uh, sit at a table that I'm auctioning off. I said, great. That sounds like a lot of fun. All right, that sounds nice. You felt comfortable to say no if you didn't want to do it or you were busy that particular I would love you to. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound a little suggestive. Hey, if you know what's good for you, shithead, you're going to be here on such and such a date. Or I will make your work life a living hell. I'll never Absolutely. look at you or speak to you again. Yes, I may give you the silent treatment for six months at a clip, which, you know, if it was me and Robin, that'd be more than I'd be happy as shit. <laughs> But yeah, but remember when Jackie brought it up after all that time? And remember oh, yeah. he said she hasn't talked to him in months. Months. Yeah. How fucking, how uncomfortable. Imagine working in that. And you have to pretend to laugh and have fun on the air. 
for that workplace, it's impossible. But I've done it before. For years, I wouldn't talk to this one who we hated each other, this chick. And we used to work together sometimes, some shifts. And everybody hated her. I wasn't alone. It was like no one liked her. <laughs> you had the didn't like her. I totally had a rob. She was useless as tits on a bull as well, this one. And um, and she was a preacher's daughter, even worse. You know, like <laughs> you figure she didn't, she might have attended a few Bible studies and been a better person as a result. But um, in any event, uh, you're right. In this situation, there's no way you can get away, and especially Jackie in that situation. Jackie in studio with Robin. If you're yeah. Gary, you can get away with that, but not not someone in the you know that's in the studio with them. Again, Gary's perception too is way different than yes. Sal or Richard. So even if you hear what he's saying, he is a different sort of person to Robin than they are. So yeah. he can get away with feeling this way, and it doesn't equal what they feel. For sure. But, I mean, this seems like an easy, fun thing. It doesn't sound like anyone has said it's like, no. It's, someone, it's basically someone inviting you to a party and being one of the guests of honors. I mean, Gary, doesn't, it sounds like no one has said no to Robin regarding this. No, nobody has said no. Again, I'm doing it because I, you know, I always, you know, want to help out with a favor. I wish it was a Thursday night. Instead of a Wednesday night, because I, I like when that. But that's the beauty of the show. You can really everybody oh. knows the intricacy. A Wednesday fucking night at the oh, that place. You couldn't push it to Thursday. What was yeah. it like? It cost more money to rent out the place for. I'd say that's. I'd say that's exactly it. Or um, or if she wanted comics coming in, they already have their gigs booked for the weekend, so they got to do it earlier in the week. Because that's their travel day is Thursday. Yeah. What a complete shithead. They all have to be there in the next oh. day at four in the morning. Yeah, four or five in the morning. Jesus. It's when Howard goes, Rob, why are you tiring my guys out on a Wednesday night? She goes, who wrote that fucking note? Exactly. <laughs> she definitely got pissed at that. Richard, I'm glad you're here. So were you told to do this or were you asked to do this? Uh, we were told that we were going to be a part of the event. And... Uh, yeah, I mean that's fine. I'm I don't mind, but it was put in a weird way and and she said I'm going to have you guys at a table and we thought she was going to have us showing people to their tables. We didn't really understand what she... <laughs> bus boys. Yeah, they would they would end up in the closet. Not bus boy. What does he call it? Host host or host. Know, hostess. Yeah, exactly. She was talking about it first and she goes, I'm going to have you at a table at my charity event. Uh, and she gave us the date and we were like, OK. And we kind of looked at each other afterwards and we were like, were we just told to show, show up? Miss Sal, are you, are you guys taking this the wrong way or did she really assume that you were just going to? She didn't it? assume. She, she, she made it perfectly clear. This is what's going down. But not, in a, okay. not in a mean way. But not she in a mean way. Nice, she was very but sweet she about it. She said we were going to be there. But we, we, we were put on the spot because she had this wacky assistant with her. Okay. okay. Now they're trying to dress it up as in like they're trying to walk it back a little bit and say she didn't tell us. She suggested, but she told us, but nicely. There's no nice way to say you're going somewhere and you have no choice in the matter. Right. They're, but they're at least being honest, I think, yes. you know? Yeah. Gary's not. Gary's just literally, he's just afraid to have to, he's well, just as afraid as the rest of them. John Hine and Gary are asking questions that they already know the answer to, to make That's, it sound like they're prying something open, but they know. They know. They're evil. Sh and John Hine's the evilest of them all. He knows. Every, he knows the answer before it's been given. You know, that Bella Lugosi sounding lady. Well, what made her wacky? Well, it was just she didn't have a funny accent. Yeah. So she comes and she goes, just want to let you know, you're going to be at my charity and you're going to be hosting a table. And we're like, 
Wow. Well, thank you. Okay. Why? Why are you? I want to go down Jason's route because he's not making it. Why are you afraid to say no? I'm not afraid to say no. Well, she is. You know, Robin's a little kooky too, but you know, she can. You know, she's a woman, and I, I have a tough time with women. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. do you think? <laughs> yeah. The okay. guy who jerked off into a glass and gave it to an ex. <laughs> yeah, he seems very stable. Right. You know, communicating with them and whatnot. And I don't like any animosity around here. You know, and Robin has a tendency of being really sweet on the air, but if she's pissed off at you, you can feel the heat in the hallway. So if you feel if you said no, you could end up working in a hostile workplace. <laughs> That's a possibility. So how is that any different than sexual harassment? Really? You think, well, there is a difference between sexual harassment and this, but it is uh, coercion. Like it's it power is. being abused. Yep. It's definitely a power structure there. I mean, yeah. I would rather that than... You know, David Bend Letterman <laughs> grabbing my ass, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, Robin's far from sexually harassing me, but well, she but has she, no she, sexual interest in us. No, she's, she's asking either. you to do something. If you don't do it, you feel like you'll be in a hostile environment. But don't I'm just be in Jason. Don't misconstrue me. Yeah, I, I don't believe this. Don't misconstrue me. I didn't want to say no. I would, if I couldn't attend, I would feel bad to say no. But I, I do want to attend. Robin's done a lot of nice things. But for you would have liked to have had the choice rather than sure. Rather than being browbeaten in front of some stranger, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes. It Always. all that's, that's, slipping out. Yeah. Browbeaten in front of the Slovakian <laughs> assistant. And like you said, a night is pretty tough because we have to get up at 4 a.m. And <laughs> a little brown shoe polish and cockroaches on my shoulder. Yeah, J Jason, Gary said you're likening Robin doing this to Letterman and the interns at yeah, his place. Yeah, because, really, you know, Howard did this whole rap on the air, and, 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 rightful, and he was right, by the way, that, you know, even if it's consensual between somebody like David Letterman and his intern, you know, even if the intern's an adult and it's consensual, by being David Letterman, by being the boss of the office and going to the intern and trying to start a relationship and have sex, it's, an, it's implied pressure. He's absolutely right. Yeah, he's not wrong the way he's setting this up. It's right on. Mm -hmm. Implied, you know, maybe you should do this to help your job or move up in the company or he's the boss. In effect, Robin is David Letterman. Yes, you didn't come to Sal and Richard and say you have to do this. But by being Robin and who she is when she asks... It's implied that you do this. She's number two around here. She is the David Letterman of the office. She's basically, you know, treating you like molested interns. So, well, a, boss, so a boss should never <laughs> ask somebody in the office to help them on a personal level. I'm just I'm checking. No, you might, you no, might be uh, right. Somebody of Howard and Robin's stature, do you, would you ever say no? Would, if Howard came to you and said, Gary, you know, totally up to you, of course, but I need you to come to my charity. Uh, can I depend on you, Gary? Does that sound, does that ring a bell? It's very true, though. They abuse their power. Mm -hmm. What if you don't want to do this? Then what? What's the conclusion of your work life if you say no? And you know it's going to be hell. Well, Bob and I covered the already asking for time off to make beer league uh, thing on um, Patreon recently. The boat, We finished the second half today. And it's as uncomfortable as radio as you'll ever hear. Um, be, mostly because you know, we all know where Howard's coming from. It's just being a selfish king baby asshole. Where Artie's coming from is like, dude, this is in my contract. Like, I'm in, I'm allowed to do this, but I'm out of respect for you. I'm just telling you, I want your blessing. He didn't need his blessing, but to be, you know, to make sure he's full full transparency. And now that this is the time where Artie's starting to figure out. Oh, so you are a prick. Stuttering John's uh, little thing with the Tonight Show proved that, and I didn't want to believe it. But now I, I thought maybe I'm different, but I'm not.
Nope, you're right. You're right in. Don't defy the king, baby. And on top of that, he was going through a serious drug addiction. So he's juggling all three things at the same time, which I don't know how he did that. I really don't. Waking up with heroin withdrawals, having to go on the radio, then film, memorize your lines. I would be dead. Yeah. Well, and as we said in the in the recording, it's not like they built Artie a studio so he could sleep in like a little clubhouse so he didn't have to go home. He could just, you know, there was no travel time. Um, it's a small it was a small production. So anyway, let's continue. I would like you to come. To no, my I would never say no. Right. Of course, because he's your boss. Well, Sal did say something like that. That's a good point because Sal was like, we were talking it over afterwards and we were going to do it. But Sal was like, we definitely need to do this. To be team players, right. you know, right? And, and we did. We do want to do it because we want to help out, but we feel we'd let Robin down if we it said was, no. It wasn't. Jason's right, but it was the manner and how it all came about. Well, okay, I'm going to let this continue. How if did she, she do it? If she I would mean, have emailed us, it would look, have, it would have been a lot easier for us to real to decide whether or not we could do it or should do it. There's been a lot of speculation and storytelling as to how this happened. How did it happen? Explained it. She walked in. She said, this is what we're doing. She said, you're going to be hosting a table, celebrity <laughs> event. It's going to be great. And we're like, uh, uh, thank you. What hey, else could, are, are you not sure? Gonna say hey, no yeah, okay. Are exactly. you sure she didn't say, just because these couple words make a difference, I would like you to? I s- J- no, J.D. And JD, JD can back us up. J- so the everybody's if it was a put on or if it was a lie, they wouldn't all be in on it. But every single one of them is kind of backing them up. And when you suggest something, it changes sometimes your perception. So even though you know that's not what happened, sometimes mm-hmm. you'll go back and think, wait, did it happen this way? Did it not right. happen this way? You'll kind of second guess yourself. But they all three of them know that's not what happened. And this is important for Robin Defenders because we did have one in the group who, you know, some she's a sporadic poster and she was like, why are we, you know, giving Robin such shit? Well, because she's an asshole and she's been she's almost as big an asshole as, as Howard is over the years. And I don't know that she deserves any sympathy. Um, but in any event, she was given the out. She was asked by Howard, did you ask these people or did you tell them? And she said, no, I asked them. Right. And here, so she you're lied. hearing the truth. She completely lied because she knew and, it would make her look bad. Yeah. And you know that when she lies, she has certain laughs to when she's really laughing or when she's being defensive. Yes. Like, who, me? I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> you're so crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Look at the. And then look at the screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these people. <laughs> yeah. JD came into our office after this all happened and looked at us and was dying laughing. JD, because, JD he, you should come down here and confirm this. Go ahead, Richard. Because JD knew that we were just told that we were showing up, not asked. We were like two schoolboys slouched in our chairs like, what just happened? And JD is just in the hallway cackling like a hen. <laughs> what happened this morning after this came up on the air? During the break, Robin came down to you guys? She immediately came down to our room and shut the door. And it's like, oh, back to the principal's office. Can we let this through? (laughs) And said what? If you have a problem with my event, don't go. And they're like, no, Robin. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a bitch. She is insane. She cornered them. She is insane. 
that. No, that see, that's totally not a hostile workplace, right? <laughs> I was so, I was like, I was at a loss for words. I was nervous when she came in today. Oh, was, it was tough. She goes, do you want to come to my event? And I was like, um... Well, yeah. Richard, mean, goes, uh, goes, uh, Richard, goes, Richard starts stumbling and goes, uh, you pay for my girlfriend's engagement party, I guess so. <laughs> it really sounds a lot like you do enjoy having working kneecaps, don't you? Yeah. She's not intimidating <laughs> whatsoever. No. Well, I said she's done really nice things for me. And even though at one time she did say that nobody would care if I died, I try to forget her comments Ooh. like that and think <laughs> and think about the nice things that really? she's done. And and this is for a good cause, ultimately. Gary, are, are they? <laughs> Jim in Illinois, welcome to the wrap-up show. How y'all doing today? Hey, Jim. Hey, I, I just think that, that Robin is really being heavy-handed, and I agree with Richard and Sal that, I mean, it, it's just inappropriate for her to compel their appearance for anything. Okay, guys, and I apologize for the choppiness. I didn't edit it as smoothly as uh, the Fonz might have, but uh, that's, you know, this is, I wanted to get the meat of the matter, which a lot of it is callers. Sam? And it is, it, Robin offered to do the engagement party is different than, telling somebody what to do if richard came up to robin and said you're going to be throwing me an engagement party yet that's way different than mm -hmm. offering to do yeah. something and you're supposed to do it without the i'm going to get it back from you when i demand you do something well that's it and i mean you shouldn't we've talked about this early on in the podcast i think we used to talk about a little bit about buybacks you know like in your mind you're counting even if you're really good friends you know that you're going to get back another night and they're going to drink more and you're going to pay for some more and vice versa, whatever it depends, or your designated driver and another time someone else will, you know, take up your burden. And you, you just, you don't, you don't have it. It's not on the foremost on your mind, but it's always in the back of your mind where, you know, you want to get someone back for this. And, uh, it's, it, you, you're a thoughtful person. You want to do that with Robin. I don't know. I believe she wanted to do something nice for Richard, but I don't think that it comes without any kind of fucking, uh, strings. There's always some small print. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I moved here from another state. In my old state, it was a violation of state law for an employer to ask uh, underlings for donations, even if it were for a charity purpose. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that she's violating the law in any, in any means, but the policy is. Well, she goes to jail for this. The, well, no, well, she probably deserves it, but uh, the policy is that you, you don't want to compel someone who's, who may consider it to be a performance, a job requirement that they participate, even if it's for charity. I mean, Robin's just dead ass wrong. And it's inappropriate. And I okay, a little more. I, I think Richard and Sal should stand up for themselves. Look, Robin doesn't deserve to go to jail because she wants no, people to help out with no. a charity event. Probation, fine. Well, no, <laughs> none of the above. Spanking. And in fact, the way Benji explained the way she approached him is completely different than the way she approached Richard and Well, Sal. how about you and Gary? She talked to you and Gary? I wasn't spoken to. Gary, how did she say to you? She um, stopped me in the hallway. She said, hey, I'm doing this charity event. Do you think you would you be up for coming? And can I auction off a table with you or maybe you and John Hines sitting at it? And I said, and that's because Gary is on a way higher level than the other two are. Right. He's but he, pretending that that doesn't exist. That sort of hierarchy between Gary and John Hine and Sal yeah. and Richard is ludicrous. It is completely. Sure. 
Mine was very, I had a great experience. The I'm, bigger, I'm glad you did. Well, I mean, she brought so up your you're name. involved, brother. Letterman you're asked not, me to John. dinner first. I, you know, I, I'm not even, I, I might have said, hey, maybe John. You know, I'm not even going to blame that on her because they're already getting enough shit. Maybe I said, yeah, like maybe me and John. But I, I assumed if she got me, she was going to get you. Chase, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say the interesting choice of words. If she got me, she's going to get you. That, <laughs> that, that, that implies you were nabbed. Right. And then he's even backtracking. She originally said John Hine and Gary, but now Gary's the one who suggested it. So it sounds yeah. like he stepped in it and then backtracked. Yeah, a little bit. The, the bigger issue here, uh, even beyond today, is that Robin's Charity's totally taken over the office, whether it's on air where she's slipping in charity stuff into the news, whether it's Sal and Richard, whether it's me looking up contacts, whether it's her uh, assistant that's just dropped in the middle of the office when no one knows who she is and she's in, in and out of Tim's office. It is. I, there's more charity work going on here now than radio work. Good for you, Jason. Good for you for I having miss, the sack. Fuck. Yeah, that that disappeared. He was castrated <laughs> as soon as Marcy came in. Someone took away his Lexapro supply. <laughs> I know it's so sad, and he got so fat. Well, he and and actually that's become a thing now. I don't know if he's been on the air recently for this, but like, oh, how much did you lose? You know, are you still losing weight from that diet? I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> was it bariatric surgery or whatever the fuck? Um, it, it, which is the one with the band? Is that what is that bariatric surgery? Yes, Gar gastro and gastro and tessori. That my 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 bad. Um, it's it, it, they they want to make like it was all diet, which it might be, but I doubt it. Guys like that need a lot of help. Well, it just the stress of the show is stress eating. Yeah, impulse control is sorely lacking in a lot of them, and I don't. Some in some ways, I don't blame them. Uh, for Gary, was probably popping pills and 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 booze, especially, and then he had that oh. knee surgery. <laughs> Jesus Christ, those Vicodins he was using, or not Vicodins? Yeah. Um, what was it? Not fentanyl. Oxycodone. Oh. Yes, yes, it was oxy, and he was a. Uh, he was uh, he's sounding like he was a little loopy when he, when Howard would call him some mornings. Yeah, yeah, I mean those things really. That's basically like pill form heroin. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it brings <laughs> up a very valid point, and it, I mean, are serious resources being used for non-serious purposes? We're, we're I, doing I mean, an audit. Well, well, yeah, bringing a bringing bring no, a forensic just... auditor to to examine it. I mean, I think our relationship with Robin it, it would be different if it was like an exec. I think in, in like serious, like, you know, she's a, she a co-worker, well, although she's definitely number she's two. Not a Jason it's not said. fair to call Robin a co-worker. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Try trying not, to John. John Hine is such a little slippery worm. I fucking yeah, hate weasel. when he pre, he pretends things that aren't reality just to fucking kiss the ring. It's it, it's so infuriating. It's sickening, yeah, and it's and it's obvious. That's the worst part of it. He doesn't even have that little bit of, uh, yeah, I'm on your side, but I got to go. You guys, you guys know me. I gotta, I gotta have my marching orders to act impartial here. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, not Gary. She's not she's, Gary's she's co Howard's coworker. She's not Gary's coworker. No, I wouldn't even go that far, really. Do you? I feel don't that think there's anything Gary? co about her. Um, I think Robin and I are coworkers, but I would say she's got seniority, and in my mind, I defer to her. If you ask me who was higher on the food chain, I would say Robin. Obviously. So, Jason, yeah. were you asked to do this? No, I'd be part of this event. Uh, she asked me to. Uh, she said she's going to come to me asking me to look up contacts and shit stuff for her. But uh, otherwise, That's no, nothing. So fucked up. Like, why That's should he look up, up contacts for you? Get your own. What is the Slavic lady for then? <laughs> Fucking hire someone else. Well, this Fucking. is the thing. 
this predates the summit by three years, roughly. And she's pretty much doing the same thing, tasking them to do things that are not germane to their work. And, um, and it's, and it's not like they're getting X paid extra for this, or they're going to hobnob with people for charity. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just wrong. <laughs> it's not like they're going to get connections either because they're no. not allowed to talk to these people that go to these things. They're just Completely. like, don't ask for any favors. Don't make any networking contacts. So right. it's all one-sided and bullshit. It's such bullshit. I guarantee how it went down. Um, Jason, went to Gary, Gary went to Howard or Tim, and they both said, look, she has to stop this because we're taking, she's asking us during work time or even off work to do this. And we feel we have to, because she's your number two. Right. And she, we, we figure maybe she has your okay to do this as well. And Howard not wanting to know what anybody's fucking doing, except when it's something bad, he's certainly going to turn a blind eye to it because he doesn't want to have to confront her. Exactly. Until it became where it starts interfering with the show, then then it changes his mental perception of this entirety. That's right. And the mockery of her stuff or going to Guatemala and all that stuff, that was just, you know, attention whoring for her. Like she was happy with that being mocked. But the reason why and a lot of it was all passive aggressive to the point where she was supposed to get the hint and she never got the hint because she doesn't get the hints. She's kind of brain dead that way. And it was as long as it was attention, she didn't care. But now it's ex- extraordinarily negative. There's no two ways about it. And now the wrap up show is dedicated a good chunk of it to shitting on her. And that's when she gets upset about it all. Yeah. And then, you know, she also does this with assistants like Captain Dennis was supposed to just be a boat captain. And then suddenly he was an assistant to Robin for all these things that were not a part of his job description. They totally take advantage of their situation. Oh, totally. Yeah. Here's the the thing that I think is interesting. She did the she did the charity event in like I work for a I'm on the board of a charity. By the way, here's what I know about Gary's charity. I know when he goes to lunch for his charity. That's it. Otherwise, there's not like life beat meetings being held in the office. Well, well sometimes I, I ha- we have had life beat meetings up here, which you know Ross is on the board and we ask permission of, and you know right, right. the company lets us do it. But we like for my charity, we do one or two fundraisers a year. Robin is doing three fundraisers in eight weeks, which is a lot. She's involved with 30,000 different charities. <laughs> okay, that's an extreme right. with 30,000, but Gary's right on the mark there. And we know because the events are there. We've we've gone through some of them. Early on, we talked about which ones, and we had videos that we played of the seeds and Sylvia's Kitchen and all that stuff. And they, anyway, but yeah, it's it's, it's spreading herself. And we said, like, it, it it's common sense. Don't cha- don't d- divide your energy into three different, four different charities. So rather than do all that legwork, she's decided, let's put 15 Foundation together, get the credit, and then hire people, bloat this fucking thing, so even less money gets to whatever charity was originally going to get it. That works. Right. Instead of directly directly highlighting these charities, pick one. Pick one. Yeah. Because nobody knows what this is and you're having haphazard functions put together at the last minute that nobody wants to go to. And they're so frequent. And on top of that, it's not even fair. Like, how do you know that the same money for one charity event is going to draw the same money for this other charity foundation? And all of a sudden they're going to be like, okay, so you raised 50000 for them, but for us, you barely could come up with 8000 Right. Yes. And yet, yet you're spending your time with like you, you claim you're trying to help us, but you're not really. Why wouldn't you do both of these things and divide the money in half and be equal, be generously, you know, with the uh, with uh, the division of uh, 
you know, charitable funds. Anyway. Right. Then when you go to 15 Foundation too, like how do I know my money is not, I would say, say you really cared about smoothies and chopping vegetables, but you didn't really care about black kids making movies. How do you know what your money is really going to, if it's going to one big pot? Well, the only way to the only way to do that would be to do it directly and not go through 15 bullshit foundation. And that's, we saw from the financials. That's why they had such trouble because it was so clearly a front for bullshit celeb, you know, tax write off slash, uh, attention grabbing, attention whoring. It, it yep. was just, you know, like, <laughs> you know, let's, it's, you know, if you go to church, you put money in the basket, it's imagine putting money in a basket with little holes for the for for the coins and the cash stays up on top and the coins go into another basket and that's what the church gets. Where's that's that other exactly, basket going? Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. I mean it's it's just it's disingenuous and, and everybody smells it, everybody knows it. And they know Robin. That's the worst part of it all. You don't have to we don't even have to have gone through most of this. They all they all know, yes, she's done charity work, but not to this extent. And we're not getting tasks to do stuff back then. Maybe the odd time here and there. But now we know that this is some kind of like um, ego thing for her. Right. Totally. And that bothers people. But the 15 Foundation, which seems to then support 8,000 different other charities, and that's not to mention is the other charities outside of the 15 Foundation. I'm trying to figure out which one is Robin's main charity. Like, I didn't go to the one at the U.N., I did go to the one where she got honored. I'm going to go to this one. But I'm trying to figure out which is the one that benefits Robin the most. Well, this is her foundation. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I, I really, really, the UN's credibility, they had Hilaria Baldwin up there talking about her diet, and they introduced her as half Spanish. So oh I'm really, God. really reconsidering what the UN stands for. If they're having Robin and that fucking lunatic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so this is I the mean, one. It's code. They're doing it for seed. But that last about, one, I but, don't know what it was. But guys, one. what Scenarios. about the fact that here, also, you can goof on it all you want, but ultimately she's trying to do something good. She's trying to. Well, help. I can make an argument for that. <laughs> Howard's made the argument on the air many times. Howard says that um, he donates a lot of money to charity. <laughs> Most people don't know what it is <laughs> because it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just going to say he doesn't donate. He always talked about he was proud for not donating to charity until at some point it switched. And yeah. then he started saying, I donate a lot to charity, but he yeah. never specified to what. Then it became for cancer, which, OK, but why wouldn't you express that before? Absolutely. And it's it's a, certainly a noble uh, donation to a can't yeah. donate to a cancer ward. But it's weird how it came from saying I don't donate to charity. I'm taking all my marbles, they're mine to yeah. I donate to charity. I donate a lot of money to charity to then specifying it because I think people started wondering, okay, what do you donate to? Sure. So we just threw out cancer because that's the most obvious one where nobody's going to question you. Yeah. What do you, what do you donate to? Gout. <laughs> TB. <laughs> Malaria. So, Malaria. Yeah. Dysentery. Uh, so here's the thing. Well, um, recently in one of the breakdowns, I'm pretty sure I know we definitely got the clip of it. If not, I, I'm sorry, guys, uh, correct me in the comments. But he mentioned something about charities and how they ask how they work and how they they ask you for money for such and such. And he goes, he goes, well, don't ask me for you know how about how about you just give me the money let me worry about where the, which which charity is getting it 
you know, like he's going to be appearing somewhere and they're going to give him money to go to his charity or whatever. He's like, let me handle the money. <laughs> Meaning, yeah. let me palm it first so I can decide who doesn't get any money whatsoever. Meaning, which yeah. means everybody. Yeah, let me buy Beth another Birkin bag and then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he he's even gone as far as goofing on Imus and saying, Imus asks his listeners to put the money in. That why doesn't Imus just put the money in? So yeah, wasn't it listeners that funded NSAL with those fucking calendars? Piece of shit. Oh, yeah, God. that fucking grift. That, that that's gonna whole other episode. I that, think what he was saying is that if Rob, yeah, maybe Robin really wants to be charitable. You know, if if we weren't talking about Robin, we we're talking about a stranger. He would say, like, why are you bothering all your friends for this? Why don't you just do it yourself? I'm going to take it a step further. I think she's hurting the charities. And, and and I'm being serious about that because, you know, she had one cause. Let's just say it was educating the youth on how to eat better and be healthier, right? One cause. And then I think there's nothing wrong with her making an issue that's important to her public and let people know that she's behind it and, and, and bringing it to people's eyes. But instead, we're getting scattershot of one charity and one cause and one this and fill food bill of rights oh and... Okay, now uh, he hasn't said anything I've disagreed with just so far. Jason's pretty much on a roll. Right, 100%. Imagine if you were the first lady of the United States, and you know how they always take up causes. Michelle Obama's was like eating good, so they put Sesame Street characters on fruit and vegetables in the grocery store to make them more appealing, shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Get up and move around. Take the sodas out of high schools. Fine. But say you're a first lady and you are doing mental health, uh, eating right, uh, drugs, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't right. have the same sort of focus. If, it's so you don't even care about any of it. I mean, if you are if you are that person who's able to give equal equally to every single uh, charity your time and effort, then kudos to you. But the average person doesn't work like that. Okay, fat people in the army and young kids, and then ping pong tables for black kids. Ping pong tables and moving to black kids, and it's just like I, I, it's just, it doesn't. Not, none of it makes sense. I don't want to donate to any of it. It all just sounds horrible. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, you got kids in Ethiopia eating bird shit off of a dead man's sandals, and she's worried about a, a black kid with a movie camera. I mean, know what your priorities are. <laughs> well, you, you know, might if be you're gonna donate, money, no, well, yeah. no. If you're gonna donate money, I mean, donate it to the right causes. Who do? You, <laughs> Okay, now, Sal, making an extremely, extremely shitty uh, visual to make a point, but he's right. I mean, there are some more serious – like, this is why – I'm sorry, guys. I know there's a lot of pet lovers in the QF fandom, but – and I do like pets. I just have an allergy. I can't have them. Um, Maybe a bird would be all right, but um, like PETA. PETA to me is not a charity I would ever donate to. Yeah, I don't – if we can't stop having, like, for example, PETA will come out for some things, but then they won't say shit about other things. And it's like, okay, well, I, I don't know. It's just, it's all over the place. We, right. Like, donate to, I don't know, make Doctors Without Borders or Red Cross or, you know, or, you know, or something like uh, um, uh, Amnesty International, something, you know, there, there, there are certain worthwhile charities, um, but <laughs> it just the, seems to me like PETA does this whole, like, don't wear fur and they just like get the celebrity up there. Yeah. And it seems like more, it seems like more of a place card holder for celebrities to show off themselves naked, not right. wearing fur. 
and not wearing anything. Like, what was, okay. that, what was, what was that joke Jeff Ross did about <laughs> Pamela Anderson being the spokesperson for PETA? She is, meanwhile, <laughs> Tommy Lee's done, done more harm to pussies than, than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You usually, what is a kid going to eat a video camera? What, like to write some films? Like, what are some examples? Yeah, what are some examples leukemia, of causes that breast cancer? You know, there you go. And those are the ones. Those are the ones that I do. I'm doing one for single moms soon. I just did a leukemia benefit. I will say you single know, moms at Rick's Cabaret. Let's not get into specifics. <laughs> why don't you give the money to your wife now? Well, that's soon to be single mom. Exactly. You know, JD, in all honesty, Sal does a lot of charity work every year. You can goof on him all you want, no, but, yeah. I, I, but but at least twice a year he's doing some sort of benefit. It's true. A lot of those guys, Levy especially, they used to do a lot of work for firemen, uh, police officers, families who, who you know, uh, dead officers in the line of in the line of duty. Um, other comedians' benefits and stuff like that. It's pretty pretty amazing yeah. what some of those guys will do. Artie too. Yes, already did loads, loads of charity gigs. Yep. JD. Yes. Sal and Richard described it as Robin not asking, but telling them that they had to do this event. And they said that you heard it. Yes. We're laughing about it and then talked about it. Are these guys telling the truth? They're they telling the truth. She wasn't exactly. She was telling them without telling them, you know, sort of putting it nicely, you know, like. And I and I, you know, you guys can uh, be greeters or whatever the hell. Should I start playing some techno now? <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> I just picture them like in Walmart vests. Hello, yeah, <laughs> you know, greeters. Well, with big fifteen signs on their shoulders. And <laughs> I was like, hey, table hosts, table hosts. <laughs> Which and, sounds like a waiter to me. And described or whatever. And Sal, of course, was <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. Oh, I bet Sal was all <laughs> up for it. Uh, but I thought she was really ballsy to question Robin on how much she was charging for her charity today during her news segment. Oh, that's Lisa G he's talking about. I cut that out because uh, they're saying she, I don't, I don't know if he's going to go into it, but well, hold on for a sec. What did she say? Oh, she was like, she kept pointing out how much the tables cost and, and, and it was $250 a ticket and maybe Robin should lower the ticket prices so more people could go. And I'm like, you know what? This is a woman who sells a dozen cookies for $24, says she gives some mysterious portion of it to charity, and she's questioned Robin on how much she charges. Like, you're both insane. I agree. <laughs> I agree completely, yeah. And that, and that is such bullshit. You should, you, you should have, yeah, full transparency when it comes to that shit. Oh, could you imagine making cookies, pocketing some for yourself and not? I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Well, cookies? The- I hate to admit it, but we did a grift at Halloween one time. <laughs> My friend stole three or four UNICEF boxes for us to wear. <laughs> we oh used the money God. to get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> we paid the delivery guy pennies. <laughs> oh, my garage that was we were like 11 years old just stupid shits i felt so bad about that either either one it's really funny that was a good pizza that was the best pizza i ever had for the for the money one of you insane women are more than welcome to come down here and, and state your case, but I think Robin's I, not. If Robin this is probably walked in that deadline. door, you'd all shut the fuck up. I right really now. wish she would. I really wish Robin would come down because you're right. Leave. The tone of this conversation. Oh, you did. <laughs> the tone of this conversation would change dramatically. She might call him. Okay, I've just been informed Robin has politely declined to come down to the wrap-up show. <laughs> politely, but she's more than welcome to anytime she'd like, or she can call in if she'd like. And by the way, she just ran into Jim Florentine, and they hugged hugged each other in the hall outside here just moments ago. Great. Okay, Mud Langford there in the mix. Side here just moments ago. Breaking oh, nice. news. 
exclusive. Why isn't he on the bill at this conference? Yeah, did she show? tell him he has a table or ask or anything? <laughs> I, I left. <laughs> Ron in L.A., you're on the wrap-up show. Uh, hey, guys, I just want to point out that it's clear Robin's biggest motive for doing all this stuff, this charity work and everything she's doing, is to fill the void in her life. She has no kids. Everyone's afraid to say that. But it's so ego-driven. How else could you uh, explain it? Everything she always does, it's about filling the fact that she doesn't have a husband, no kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's about kids because Robin doesn't want kids whatsoever, no. but I do no. think it's about ego. He's right about that. Absolutely. Kids. Anybody who wants to be charitable is just charitable. Robin's got a lot of money. She can make donations uh, anonymously or do these things. But the fact that she tells people, come see me get honored for doing charity, it's just the height and, and, and arrogance. And, and, you know, and I like Robin, but, man, it is clear as all day that it bugs the hell out of Howard, too, the way he points things out, the way he reads the email to her. And she doesn't get it. Ron, she Ron, you don't, you don't think she's – that guy nailed it. He nailed it, our entire saga. Yep. <laughs> Yep, we can hang it up from here. <laughs> let's let's hang it up, except we're not. Sincerely wants to help people out here. You don't think her intentions are, are good? Of course. Of course someone is benefiting from what she's doing, and so I do think there that is a motive. But I, would, I don't see anyone else saying, hey, come see me get honored. Come see well, me get honored I, I, I for tell what you, I'm doing. I, I can tell you, I know how that works. And uh, what happens is a, a charity approaches you and says, can we honor you? And the reason is because you have a lot of friends who have money, and so it, I mean they are honoring her, but it's it's really it's it's the way charities work, it's the way fundraisers work. You see, okay, well, thank you for the spin, Gary. People being honored all the time. They want your Rolodex. They want your Rolodex. So Robin agreeing to do it was very nice, quite honestly. No, I, I understand no, that, no, it's not very nice. It's no, not it's very not. nice. It's actually very. Uh, self-centered shady and just like it's so obvious and transparent what it is and for them to paint it any other way Robin took that honoring as something other than I want your Rolodex she made pretend it was because she's so honorable it's not okay <laughs> that honoring was no different than the, one of the three pictures of herself she has in her office like that was another picture. That is the same. It was representation. You don't go to one of those things unless um, you're – I mean if it's if it's going to be money going for charity, whatever, that's wonderful. But you usually do it at the end of your career, like uh, at the Friars Club, like one of those things benefit for – I don't know, toy drive or, you know, for Christmas or, you know, something or cancer trust, whatever. And <laughs> when she's going – like I can't believe it's anything other in your fifties. It's anything other than let me get my ego fucking stroked and let me hobnob with a bunch of celebs. That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. There's no other two ways about it. Yeah. Gary, no, Jason, hold on, Jason. What? You do your charity work, but you don't do it every other week, and it seems like it's becoming like a topic of every other show. Well, that I agree. I agree. It seems that, like I said earlier, she's doing a lot of different charities. But Jason, what were you? I was say? just going to say that. I mean, yes, you have a point uh, with that. Uh, fetting thing, but I've seen her at uh, several charity events now. She definitely enjoys the trappings of a charity event. I'm not saying that's the only reason she's doing charity, but she likes the gala. She likes the ball gown. She likes the the pomp and circumstance. Well, she yeah, Jason, again, on completely on point. Right. She's making up her own award show. That's yeah. what this is. This is dress up for an award show. I, there's <laughs> it's like nothing. It's like Howard's best hair award that he created. <laughs> it's exactly what it is, except for on a large scale that's inconveniencing a lot of people. Yeah. Matthew Schultz, if you can make a, a picture of Robin 
like thin, skinny. I mean, this era, Robin, as a gold-plated Oscar award. <laughs> if we yeah, should yes. use it, that would be. She perfect. made up her own Oscars. Yeah, it was. <laughs> except, might have been Oscar Myers. <laughs> except for the <laughs> only people who got awarded were Robin. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. She's clearly in her element when she's at the. But things. why can't you do something that's good for charity? We're, and and still enjoy, should she not enjoy? Would it be better? If she looked miserable doing it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with her enjoying herself at these things. No, no, no. Provided that the money's going to the charity, going off, helping out these kids. Again, going off what this caller's saying. He's saying that listen, you can donate half a million dollars by writing a check and never say a word about it, or you can make yourself part of these big events. And I, my thing is, I, she clearly enjoys being part of. Yeah, these but big but events. but okay. So I'll take Robin's side for a second and saying, okay, she can, she probably she can write this, and who knows what check she writes. Right. But the more important thing is, she does have a platform. To, well, to, she, has, she does have a platform to educate people. That Gary, with his tongue firmly up Robin's ass again. Jesus, I wish they would just stop. Uh, you know, I love Robin. <laughs> like the, the yeah. Don Rickles thing. You're <laughs> like, yeah, he's, but she's a nice girl. Right. It's very patronizing because we I, clearly see what it's doing, what they're doing. And they'll pay for it the next day. But most people don't have. Absolutely. But it's the Howard Stern show. It's not the Robin Quiver show. A, a lot of people on the show have that same platform, and she chooses to use it this way. Yeah, but Rob. And by the way, she was not above. Like, I, I think I don't even got. I don't even think I got every single instance of it. But she was plugging her charity on the show constantly during this oh. time. I remember being so annoyed as a listener when 15 would come up. I would instantly go, ugh. Like, just, ugh, enough. We get it. Could you and imagine get, if Artie did that? If yeah, Artie had a charity? <laughs> he would be completely shut down. Only yeah, Robin gets away with this. Yeah, Artie's doing a benefit for clean syringes or whatever the fuck. But the thing is, you got also, like, um, it, like somebody like Mel Carmison going, what's with this 15 Foundation? Did, they, did 15 Foundation pay for that plug? I want to make sure of this. Because... Her talking about it, okay, that's one thing. You're you're discussing a charity. That's what she's doing in her life. But at the end of the news, when she crowbars crowbar in a fucking plug, that's when administrations can get, you know, like, no way. This can't happen anymore. So it could have been from many levels where they shut it down and said, fuck it. No more 15 Foundation on the air. It's enough. I agree. Like, I don't think um, I don't think that they would be okay with that because they are – the sponsors are paying – why are why is she allowed to crowbar this in? But, yep. you know, Squatty Potty doesn't get a mention unless they pay for it. Exactly. And the other thing is, I I think what I think basically what happened was Robin was kind of getting a little piggish each time she did something. And if she could see put more out there and see how long they would let her get away with it. And then when they finally when the hammer finally comes down, that's what she's pissed off about ultimately. And the wrap-up show is just an excuse for her to get pissed off at underlings. I'm sure she's really pissed off at Howard, finally, forgetting that he's fucking on her. Yeah. Do you know what I uh, – remember when we used to have at the other place the Secret Santa? So I guess, yeah, the, yeah. I, I never did it because it was just not cost-effective for, for people to ship over here. Well, I did it, and I got somebody one year a squatty potty, and I, <laughs> and then I got them um, – I, I – one of their quotes in like the forums, he was so miserable and said the most craziest, like nasty things on the forum. So okay. I, I quoted it in like gold leaf letters and okay. framed one of his quotes. Okay. And so I sent him that with a squatty potty. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was so happy. He was like the nicest <laughs> I've ever seen him on there. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. And you could also make the argument that Howard could tell her to stop. I mean, Howard could but, say, hey, it's been too much. You, but you guys know Howard better than anyone. And just from years of listening, you know he's not going to go directly at her. So he wouldn't offend Robin like that. So he reads the email hoping that she'll get it. He'll make fun of her. You know, the, the constant, you know, the, the theme, the Guatemalan theme. The, 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 it doesn't seem to sink in. And no one's going to tell her. You can't do this. But it seems, even from a listener standpoint, it seems pretty inappropriate, i got to say. Another fuck. The caller nails it perfectly. Yep. The callers. Oh, God, I miss them. I miss them. They understood the show better than anybody that was on the inside at some point because they were so insulated and so hopped up on their own fucking ego that you needed those listeners to puncture holes and get bring them back to reality. But also in fear of, you know, whoever was above them that they may have been criticizing. So Howard well, certainly, like, if he was going to get shit on by the listeners, hey, that's not us. We can we can do that. But even that wasn't acceptable eventually. I know because then it was like, okay, how do we how do we silence this? Oh, let's let's limit our Twitter and Instagram comments. Let's cut out the listeners. Let's yeah. get fake callers from the back office. I mean, it is some Soviet style shit at this. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm like a woman who's been raped. <laughs> okay, let's 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 continue. All right, thanks for your call there. And by Robin. the way, every time Robin does something, I've, I heard this rap for twenty years. She's filling a void. The horses are filling a yeah. void. The boats are filling a void. I sort of bullshit. The sausages are filling a void. Robin likes to get out and do stuff. But it uh, also kind of just going back, it, it dilutes it a little. Again, this goes to my. If I was advised, if Robin ever asked me for my advice, I'd say pick one charity and focus on it. Because, like, I was Gary and I got a call the other day from someone in the office, uh, from someone outside the office who goes, "I never asked the show for anything." When this is a person that clearly asks the show for something all the time, and it dilutes it. Right. And like, and with Robin, I feel dilu- if she had one charity once a year, she did this big thing. I think it would be uh, uh, perceived better as opposed. to to every few weeks, something different, something new, something more. I think I agree with you a little bit on that one. Uh, Okay, there you go. But it has to be Jason to say it, not fucking Gary, who should be saying it. Right. And everybody knows that's true. And again, Robin, if she were smart, would have taken the advice instead of, you know, having to owe money and put it in for your charity because you would be on the positive end of it if you actually had something worthwhile and focused. Mm hmm. Absolutely. I, th- I know this has probably been touched on, but I think a lot of it is she's trying to improve her image and really get this image of of something besides what she has been so that maybe she can get a TV show if Howard retires. What do you think her image is that she's improving on? Um, you know, whenever they, whenever you hear Robin and on Howard Stern and you don't know the Stern show, you just think, oh, they're dirty, they're... They're, they make these just by being associated with the Stern show. It's no different than um, if you were the bassist in Gigi Allen's band. I mean, like if you're just a bassist, great. Maybe we can use you. All of a sudden, you're part of a band that where the lead singer throws his own shit at the audience. Um, maybe you, you lose a few gigs just by association. Right. And to be honest, it doesn't matter how many of these things she did. She will always be associated with that. So. It's really it's really not going to do anything. It's not mm-hmm. going to change it. You can't you can't unhitch your wagon to that horse. Yeah, absolutely. Dirty jokes. She I think she wants to be seen as somebody that does all this nice work so 
that, you know, middle America and maybe people that don't really know the Stern show will know her as a charitable person. And maybe she can be like the next Oprah and get a Robin big TV says, show. Robin said something very telling about six years ago. It was right after Howard did a 60 Minutes piece. And she said, she said this on the air. She was watching at home and in the way it made her sad because she want. how come they weren't doing a 60 Minute piece on her? How come she only worked with the guy they were doing the 60 Minute piece on? She wanted to be the person featured in the 60 Minute I love that one. We we covered that ages ago. It was one of our fir first uh, batch of uh, episodes. And yeah. uh, Jason's, uh, he's he's not wrong about this exactly because that is, the 15 Foundation is also something she wants to network. She's going to use it to crowbar herself in society um, on a different level that Stern never would. And she wants it to be about her and not Howard. Yes. Everything is always about, if it's about the Stern show, he inevitably is the star of that honoring or that focus of the event is him, not her. And I yeah. think for the 60 minutes piece, you know, she's probably thinking too, he wouldn't even be getting this if it wasn't for me, uncle Tommy it up aside right beside him all these years he would have been canceled yeah. decades ago if i wasn't sitting in this fucking chair taking this shit oh that was you know that was her mo mo complete motivation behind that feeling absolutely and the and the, the, well the other thing about that whole episode was she wasn't even featured in the 60 minutes thing even like Not maybe in all. passing, like a picture, like there was B roll or whatever, but you never heard her. She wasn't even approached, at, or she even worse, she was interviewed by sixty minutes and they didn't use it. I I know. I wonder if that's the case because you know Horseface was front and center of that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like in New Jersey, welcome to the wrap-up show. Does any of you gentlemen believe that Beth actually loves Howard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's cut right to the nitty-gritty. Artie and I spent last weekend with him, and if she's in love, then she should get a fucking Oscar. Right. She's not in love, I should say. I, mean, <laughs> I love that one. Peace. And I, I really think you could trace all of this back to that moment. Sure. Cheryl in Tennessee, you're on the wrap-up show. Uh, yeah, I've just been trying not to call and pick on Robin, but it's it just come to the point where it's getting to be an annoyance on the show. I turn the radio on to hear Howard, and all I hear is Robin this and Robin that, and it's really getting old. And she made a comment a couple of weeks ago about she thought that the narcissist uh, test scores were wrong. I'm going to let this one play through, guys. And I kind of want to agree with her on that point. I think they're way wrong. I think they dropped a one off the front of hers because she's got to be in the way 100. Um, to even go into those guys and just flat tell them they're going to show up, how, what are, how are they going to respond? Well, she defended herself on the show today and said she didn't tell them. She went in and asked them. It sounds like through everybody talking here that maybe it came off as assuming they were going to do it. But oh, fuck she did off, say, John Hine. you know what she, you know what fucking happened. Now, They're telling you. Yeah. So now you know it's a lie and you're still peddling that narrative. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't tell. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just one of the thousands, I think, of the show that don't take the time to call in. We're, we're all getting a little sick of Robin and uh, continuous, continuous charities. It's just, I mean, I think that other caller was right. I mean, Howard is trying to drop hints, and she's just one of those people that can't take a hint and, and know it. And the other thing is, maybe she gets the hint, but she's more like, well, fuck you, you pelican. You want to tell me to stop this? You have to tell me. 
and she wants that confrontation because they don't have any relationship anymore. So she can she can say, fuck it. I'm going to take full advantage of this this childish, scared asshole and just do it until he says no. And you want to know why, too? It's because she has North Shore Animal League to compare it to. So you're going to have your beard up here and your beard calling in (laughs) and all the other peddling crap for NSAL. So, you know, she's she's looking at that and saying, well, if you're doing this and Beth's getting away with it, why can't I? Oh, yeah. And I'm your number two. And don't don't forget it. (laughs) Fucker. All right, Cheryl. Thank you. Duly noted. By the way, there was another caller up earlier. We didn't get to him, and he he, he got uh, cut off. But how much money do you think Robin could get to pose in Playboy? <laughs> at least well, a exactly. I was gonna say at least dollars. Exactly zero dollars. I love this question because they used to float it all the time, and in the early, late nineties, early two thousand ones, I still would collect. Uh, Playboys, not. I mean, I hated the airbrushing of the the arseholes and stuff. That was really stupid. But the um, articles really were good. I the Playboy interviews used to be amazing, and um, but yeah, and having some tits in the magazine is also good, guys. Sorry, um, but the the thing was they were big on the trend of which celeb can we get into the magazine every year? So one point it was Tiffany, you know, the singer, like, I think we're alone now. Right. And then, um, God, Carney Wilson, when she slimmed down pose for playboy. And I'm telling you, I wanted to give that magazine back. (laughs) Sorry. She she wasn't awful, but it was like, you can't shoehorn, no matter what you Photoshop, you can't shoehorn some people in the playboy and expect that to be any good. Um, but then, the idea where they were floating was, oh, could Robin pose for Playboy? At 55, no. At 45, 40, maybe, when she was a lot thinner. But the standards for that fucking magazine used to be pretty goddamn high. And there was a certain look they were always going for. But for a celeb pictorial for her, at some point, yes, they would have paid her some money. Yeah, I'm sure they would have back then, but not yeah. now. But Fuck not no. at that time. No, no not 50, some grandmother who's <laughs> closing on 60 and not, <laughs> no. not, not not quite as thin as she likes to think she is. I don't know what Playboy's pay scale is, but it, it's got to be over. I, I'd say three million, four million. How do we'll pay you in plugs? Imagine the story <laughs> if Robin posed nude in Playboy for the 15 Foundation. Ooh. Oh, it, It's a million dollars in cash and $10 million worth Hasn't of publicity. Hasn't she said for personal million she would do it? Maybe that was a couple years ago, but I think she did say it. Well, I remember us talking about it before. Well, do, do you think, Richard, that defeats your argument of her chain, uh, putting a different image out there? She'll pose for Playboy just like she'll work for – she'll be a drug dealer, just like she'll uh, work for a pimp, <laughs> just like yeah, she'll be a porn those, star. <laughs> yeah, the Canterbury Tales of Robin. Fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> And now I'm picturing her things she say, the things she says in the way they would write. <laughs> Chaucer would write with the, the wife of the ease. The wife of quivers. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Playboy would kind of ruin her chances of becoming mainstream. What about Penthouse? <laughs> or Jugs or something. Pride in Cincinnati, you're on the wrap-up show. Hey guys, just wanted to tell you that the, uh, the show has never been better um, when you guys just vaporize Robin and she's not there to catch <laughs> Vaporize. I oh my God. I love that so much. That imagery. Interrupt you guys. So I, I certainly appreciate the uninterrupted Robin bashing. I, I love it. So continue that. 
I also agree with Cheryl <laughs> that uh, the, the charity work is just the ultimate proof of her narcissism. Um, that it's just the ultimate proof. And lastly, I think this is a the, all this charity work is kind of a part of a bigger picture as to where Robin wants to go. You know. Okay, a little more. Like I don't know if it's something about being the next Oprah, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I think there's some bigger picture here that uh, isn't really being uncovered. I, I suspect Robin enjoys, you know, being known for doing doing good things. But this is ultimately Howard deciding what to bring up on the show or not. Yeah, but he doesn't want to break her balls because then it'll rattle the show and he'll feel uneasy. He, did, he totally broke her balls. I mean, he, does, he doesn't want to. Yeah, go ahead. I was thinking, do you think a lot of the reason why he waited so long to say something, too, is because Robin knows secrets? So you don't want to rock that secret boat. You don't you don't all of a sudden want Robin to start dropping. I don't your, know. You're gay. Well, I don't know that it, it that because the, the thing is that's always in the back of my mind is doesn't he have more than enough money to make her life a living hell in court if she does this? I don't know, but I, there is. Then I, I mean, I don't know what he's suing for at that point, but. Well, what if she just dropped it on some anonymous thread board? You know, <laughs> what if like, she just said it on the air? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I think, I think there's always that thought in the back of my mind, like, well, maybe he's just not saying anything because she doesn't want to rock the secret boat. <laughs> It's possible. I mean, we talked about Les Moonves, why he dropped the lawsuit, the CBS lawsuit against him when, he, you know, after he left for Sirius and that, you know, maybe Wiggy knew and maybe everybody in the industry knew Les was a, a, a vile shitbag. But who isn't, I guess, in the industry, really? Most people are. Yeah. True. And that that might be the reason for it. So it's a possibility. But I would say, no, I think it was just being a pussy. And, you know, yeah. it's not she doesn't do it that much. But until she started making back office, back office <laughs> staffers cutting out snowmen, you know, like, or snowflakes to, to sign an autograph for people or, you know, tasking uh, interns to do stuff for for 15 Foundation. And if it gets if stuff like that gets back to Howard, that would absolutely set him off because all of a sudden. They're my employees, not Robin's. That's when he totally. Yeah. And even worse, they're serious employees. And the other thing is, who knows how long that was going on before he got wind of it. And that's why she thought it was all OK. Right. So You're right. We, we'll never know. I don't think he wants to say point blank. Robin's cut it. Cut it out. This, but he, is, but, but the, this is not a fucking cable. This is not the Jerry Lewis telethon. This is the Howard Stern okay. show. But we told Howard during a break today about the story about what happened with Robin approaching you. Howard could have chosen not to discuss sure. it. And then that's fine. So so really, Howard brought it up, and then he busted her balls about it a little bit. So it's show content for him that he finds funny. Which I agree with, but Benji says he should go point blank and say, cut it out. No, I, I'm I'm just saying it's old. You know, people are complaining about Robin. It's really You're Howard, saying it's Howard's decision. It's Howard's decision. Robin might make one or two mentions. Okay, a little more. Mentions of it. The, and which he's done, but then if it becomes a whole show thing, that's Howard deciding whether or not to make it a show. Yes and Gary, no. Gary, One, I'm sorry. Once she brings it to the office, it's. I mean, come on, it's going to end up on the air. Sorry, sorry. No, it's okay, Gary. Is it fair that Robin's getting all this flack when ultimately what she's trying to do is just help out some people? I mean, oh, she's getting shut killed on the up. calls. We just went lot, over this. What did I know? He's such a prick. Oh, Out of God, we just went guys, over this. Yeah. He's been sort of knocking her. Email. I, th I, listen, email I, I, think, I think Robin has her heart in the right place. She's mostly right. I think that if she just, if she did two things, 
reel it in a tiny bit, be a little less preachy, and just and just um, space out your charity events a little bit more. But I think for the most part, her heart's in the right place. And I, I agree with Jason saying, you know, I'm confused about what the med, what the issue is. But I don't agree with people that she's filling a void in her life and all that crap. If Robin was asked to star in a movie, like a some commercial movie, and Howard brought it up a lot, would you guys be as annoyed by it? Um, it de- okay, a little more. Depends on how it depends on how organic it was. Yeah, you know, it depends on how, if, if it, we just talked about it or if it seemed like Howard was crowbarring it in. To put it in, to compare that directly to what's going on now, it would be not just Robin's in the movie, but now the director's up here every once in a while, and there's production assistants running around, well, and Robin's now, getting like, her with, costume with, with, changes like, up when, here. When Artie had his books done and everything, did that did that annoy you? That like no, people? No, because because after it, it, it hadn't happened before, and it didn't happen after. When somebody and when he was doing a book, you understood that he had need to do that. We went through the same thing with Robin. It's it's. And keep in mind, guys, from the time that this happens to the end of the year, Gary's book is out and he's doing promotion and Wiggy gets really pissed about that before long. Like he goofs on it for a while and then all of a sudden it's enough, enough with this book promotion shit, which is just a shit on Gary and content. But I think he really was upset by it because he was thinking, why are you releasing a book? Right. He didn't like it whatsoever. I also think when they said... Well, why doesn't Howard just tell Robin to directly cut it out? Right. It's kind of like when you're when you're disciplining a child. If you don't say what you mean and follow through, they're just going to fucking keep doing it. They don't. Yes. What do they care if you don't lay down the law? Yep. Um, I don't know. It just seems a little more continual. And it's just, not, it, Robin brings it up a lot, Benji. I mean, Howard brings it up sometimes, but Robin starts the conversation a lot of the time. The only, pro- the only, the big one, that, the big bomb Robin dropped was yesterday. What's in the news, Robin? And she opened up with a plug. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed that, that too. Well, a lot. When you're doing, when you're backdooring Howard like that, that is, that's really disrespectful. And there in my was, opinion. there was one day. I, I agree. I, I not, not, not that I give a fuck about Howard, but Robin's news and then a plug starts off the news. It's so and then you hear how he just said backdoor. So she's not paying for this because they no. would know who's paying because they're the ones that do the work behind the scenes with all that crap and spots. Well, definitely, definitely somebody like Gary would say, oh, no, that was a paid endorsement, you know, and you don't hear shit. Right. I think it was last week too. Howard started talking about her tweets and then Howard, uh, Right. Me and Sal got really mad, and we were yelling at our radio because Howard started to play one of our prank calls, <laughs> and Robin goes, let's get back to my tweets. We were on my tweets, and, <laughs> and we thought Robin was going to sidetrack our call. Richard called it a C word. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he did. Robin's tweets. Oh, I used to remember those tweets were so... They had no cohesive thought. They were always garbage. They were always garbage. <laughs> and more recently, it was Benjamin called her out for she wrote down the the you know COVID sixteen or something like that. He goes, <laughs> "You're getting you, Robin. You're you're all your three numbers off. It's not so. You're like honestly not bad this time. I'm happy you got close. Yes, I love when Benjamin <laughs> corrects her tweets and he's like, "You almost got it. Yeah, well done, Robin. Just a little more." Like a kid learning arithmetic. <laughs> You're an asshole. Were you, uh, you, were, you, were, you, were you upset? You know eventually your call is going to get played, right? Why would you be upset? Even t- like today, when he went to play the call where Sal once again implied that I was a pedophile, before that, there was a whole... <laughs> That's where the joke has been coming from for ages. Because A, he looks like one, and B, well, he seems like one. I don't know. I, he definitely looks like one. There's no yeah. doubt that, that he's an obese, disgusting pedophile in a van, unmarked. Right. 
Right. Blacked well, out discussion windows. that with blackout plates. One <laughs> 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 of those license so plates that switches. And, and then the call. When he, gets... when he beeps the horn, it's an ice cream truck sound. <laughs> the Mr. Softy. Plates. Why would you be upset over that? Uh, well, sometimes it gets delayed a day or two, and it's just we're proud of our calls. But, but <laughs> you know, it was just funny that Robin was so into having Howard read her own tweets. Yeah. You know, like it, it just seemed <laughs> funny. <laughs> If we want to, guys, we could easily go back and get those tweets because she doesn't have that many. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. Um, so bad. They are awful. That she was that into her her own thing. And you're a hypocrite for that, by the way. Yeah. I don't mind. I think it's funny as hell. I'm a hypocrite because you can't whine and cry when Gary makes fun of you being a pedophile. I didn't say you were. I said you were. I said you were. And then you turn around. And, you, do, and then you turn around and do the same thing to like, me or anybody John, else in one of your calls. John, first of all. <laughs> Uh, there are a million John Hines in the phone book. Uh, okay. But come down. I miss the show. I miss the show. Why yeah. can't we go back to this? It, it, it's yeah. not working. No, it's not. So um, let me just cue this up. Hold on. Guys, we're going to play you the, uh, the video version of the 26th of May 2010, where Robin's, they start off the day, Robin's pissed off about the wrap-up show, and you know she was like, she must have told him, I got to talk about this. Or, more specifically, I believe he knew he was going to go for it because he heard them on the wrap-up show, and I believe he gave them directives to talk about it. Oh, completely. Otherwise, you'd say, don't bring that up or something. I also think Poor Captain Dennis after that wrap-up show. He must have been ducking covering. Robin must yes. have been fuming around that house. And because she she reacted the way she did, um, there was no talk of it on, I think, the 26th wrap-up show. I'm pretty sure. I'll have to go back and check. We're only going to be able to play this one because it is quite a while. It is quite a long clip. But here we go, guys. A couple of the guys were talking about your charity work on um, the wrap-up show. But you know what it is? They're forgetting you're doing something really good. Oh, no, no, no. That couldn't possibly be happening. I'm just, you know, <laughs> bathing my ego, filling a hole. What's on that screen that's so fascinating that she always has to go back to? Yeah, she just has to keep looking at the screen. She doesn't want to. She Break doesn't want contact. to be confronted make, by this. Absolutely. And she has to. She can't make eye contact. Do you remember the video where the Cleveland book signing where there's a video of it and they went back to the office to find her and she was shuffling papers and going to the printer and not meeting the gaze of the camera? Yep. She won't. She won't look at you when she's the one in the hot seat. Yes. Not at all. You, you know, it you really, really makes words. me look at the people I work with as kind of like evil, horrible people. Well, wake up and smell the road coffee. <laughs> you know, I try to think well of everyone, but oof. No. I couldn't even look at these guys this morning. I was like, wow, such evil thoughts. No, oh, well, evil. Listen. How is it evil to point out, call a spade a spade? It's not evil. It's the truth. Yes. And by the way, guys, we're talking about a garden equipment, not uh, the, the racist meaning for spade. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you work with. Yeah. I'll have to remember that. Goddamn right you should. <laughs> with you. Don't think they're just putting on an act. These are real horrible <laughs> human beings. By the way, uh, Robin's put together a, yet uh, uh, a spectacular charity event coming off her last one. 
And this one is a comedy. I club. didn't put together the last one. Somebody asked me if they could honor me. Right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know this. if I have the audio of this, but but my God, I would have loved it if they had coverage of it. I don't know if Howard TV really was there. Maybe they filmed a little bit of it, but I don't remember seeing the episode. Um, the and, and Howard's happy as a pig in shit because he knows she's upset now. And he's just mm -hmm. like, let's let it roll. Someone else's charity. Exactly. But this is your event. Yeah. And you have uh, who do you have coming? Dave Attell, Daryl Hammond, Gilbert Gottfried, Paul Mooney. That's a good night. That's a brilliant night. I did hear Sal and Richard. Sal and Richard were talking about they're going to be one of the. Uh, well, I I, no, nothing's set in stone. I, I don't want their participation if they don't want to be a part of it. They lie and say, oh, no, we'd love to do it. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Gaslighting. Now Gaslighting narcissism is unbelievable. That's not what happened, but okay, keep it's going. It's off the charts. We'll keep going. And then they have these ulterior motives. I don't want no, them they to actually, be bothered with I it. I think you're uh, you're jumping on them too fast. They were all excited about it. I heard something about Richard's going to go there and get drunk, and Sal's dragging a Guatemalan kid somewhere from, he's going to find a Guatemalan kid to bring or something? No, 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 no. I just listened to the clip. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were saying that, uh, well, first Sal goes, Someone asked him, I guess there's a table where they're going to be sitting and okay, a little more guys. You, you will uh, get to sit with Sal and Richard for the evening. Am right, I correct? Right. So Gary or John said, well, Sal, are you going to bring your are you going to really uh, have to prepare for this? Are you going to make it special? And he goes, no, no, no. You know, I'm just going to sit there. And Richard goes, no, we're going to bring our a game and then sal all of a sudden goes yeah we're gonna step it up we're gonna we're gonna make it fun like he he goes along with whatever richard says <laughs> here i'll play you the clip it's great <laughs> sal does the complete turnaround within three seconds okay and here we go guys people are bidding on these tables and you know howard was joking that who would want to sit with us but i'll tell you this if you bid on me and sal's table you're gonna have a hell of a good time do you feel like you have to perform at something like this like people are going to come in with expectations sitting no, at your table not well kind of yeah but you know what I mean, we I want to make way. sure the people at our table have fun if you're going to build a fire you need gasoline you know and that's how it is we got <laughs> such a such a stockbroker <laughs> he just <laughs> fraud i love it we got to light this motherfucker up. This ain't a game of finance. He went from no to we got to light this motherfucker up. He didn't even have 30 up. seconds. It was yeah. like instantaneous. He could have broken his neck with that turn. Yeah. Unless he got a bloody nose. He's a funny guy. From pulling out of that power. No. Room. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. Whatever Richard said, I, I, I agree with. So with a bunch of old ladies, this is Richard and Sal at Robin's extremely important fundraising event. And it's important that we get the word out there. Sal's bringing his A game. A, a game, B, yeah. and C, motherfucker. That's what. There you go. That was very nice. <laughs> Sal's straight out of Compton. <laughs> and yet she's still staring at the computer. Oh, yeah. And there's, and you'll, you guys, if you. I, it's hard to do because we're, we're stopping and starting, but it, the clip itself is about 25 minutes and ha the last five minutes is just commentary from the, the back office at the end as, as Howard TV would do. Um, if you, for a fun game, I don't know, have a cap full, a cap full of whiskey every time she looks down at the screen from moving up, you'll be fucked up in no time. Just I'll a cap play full. that game on Sunday. 
fine. <laughs> whenever, well, whenever this is when this one airs, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if I want their A, B, and C. Well, if I was you, I wouldn't even have them anywhere near the event. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know what you're thinking with that one. Don't go again. There. I told you, I thought they were human, and now I see I was wrong. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. They're uh, going and they're going with a good attitude. Why are you <laughs> seriously? Why are you? I don't uh, want Richard sitting there sloshed and 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 barfing on people. I didn't hear him say anything about being drunk. I thought that's what he was talking. What's Richard's A game? To wear <laughs> manmoses. <laughs> that's his A game. Getting wear a diaper, up. drink a lot of beer, and pee on himself. Well. You invite him, and he's going to give you his A game. <laughs> That's what people want. A the, stands for asshole. Right. He's going to asshole it up. Oh, boy. <laughs> but that's fun. Um, anyway, you're bringing your A game, right? That's right. Well, Definitely. I'm going to... Uh... I'm gonna get shit faced, but <laughs> wait! Don't you get shit faced? It's for a good cause, though. Yeah. That I'm getting shit faced. Yeah. I'm oh God, that accent <laughs> is so great. <laughs> it's it's a of well. First of all, Robin, you would expect them to get shit faced. That's why you yeah. invited them. That's yes. their whole act is getting yeah. shit faced. Yeah, get making a spectacle of themselves. I'm actually helping Robin. I think by saying that we're going to get drunk and and rowdy and, and wild because people are going to want to come and bid on our table and have fun with us. Right. Yeah, well, I would imagine that's the idea. Yeah. Oh, shit, I got to turn my phone off. I heard that too. Would you go turn my phone off? Where is it? That's all right. I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> well, it sounds like he's bringing his A game, Robin. Uh, wonderful. You don't. Do you not want him to come? Uh, no. You don't? No. You're taking back your offer? I, 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 I don't want to be bothered. I would have given a fist pump at that point. Uh, I'd be like, <laughs> no, sweet. Like, See ya. I'll go get drunk with Sal on my own. Bye. Yeah, or just or just have a good night's sleep because I work the next day. Fucking bitch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like the rest of the fucking rank and file. Well, we're not we're not carted into the serious building on a fucking mattress lifted by, you know, six MMA guys. Um, yeah. We're, you know, imagine how hungover they're going to be on Thursday. Now they're going to be fine. Good. <laughs> you're going to you're going to pour Sal into the building. For fuck's sake. Oh, God. Well, isn't this a comedy show? Isn't it about having fun? The comedy's supposed to be on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, but why do they serve oh. drinks at a comedy show? So you can get shit-faced and laugh and have a good time. I don't think they serve drinks for people to get shit-faced. Well, why else would you drink? Oh. Really? I drink. I don't get shit-faced. Well, you're missing out. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Anyway, whatever you guys decide to do. All right. So are uh, we invited or not? I, I'm so wanting to get Robin shit-faced one night and just ask her questions as a random bystander about the show. Uh, I mean, she got shit-faced with what's-her-face and uh, now I'm trying oh, Bre- to work on the names. <laughs> Mary- Brendan and Mary. Mary oh, sorry. Um, uh, what's uh, For fuck's sake. Mary um, Beth? No, it's uh, no, no, no. <laughs> the one, uh, the one he uh, he fucked, the one he stooped. Um, Brendan Murphy and Marianne. Mar- no, no Marianne. You're thinking Marianne from Brooklyn. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. Uh, ah, fuck oh. it. Who cares? Uh, Anne Marie. I know Anne Marie. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Marianne. <laughs> Why are you telling me? It's early. 
<laughs> I don't know. Talk, talk to Robin after the show. I'm scared to talk to Robin off the air. That's ridiculous, Richard. <laughs> she, what have she, I ever done to you? Nothing, but you, I, you're just so kind of regal and, and proper. It makes me uncomfortable. You mean like the Duchess of York? Yeah. Wow. It, it's well, like don't I, worry. She's a swindler or something. <laughs> right. It's like I feel when, uh, like one time we recorded something with Donald Trump, and I just felt very intimidated. And that's kind of how I feel talking to Robin. Unless, yeah, because she can get me fired in a moment. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> she really the wants to. He's on the stage. Huh? Yeah, of course. Uh. So we're talking about horror movies, but about this stuff, I feel a little nervous talking to her. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. There he is, Richard of Richard and Sal. It's questionable whether they will be at the big charity event. What are you going to oh. do? Are you going to pull the plug on those two? They don't want to be involved, so they don't have to be involved. Why do you say that? All I hear is that they do want to be involved. It's sort of, uh, it, there's a passive-aggressive thing going on here. Well, no, you the passive-aggressive is that. with you. With you, Robin. Look at yeah. a mirror. Instead of that monitor. Sal, are you being passive-aggressive? No, I just want to warn Robin. If Richard doesn't go, I don't go. I'm not asking either one of you. I know you come as a package. So you don't want either one of us there? No. Wow, that's insulting. Why, no, why? you you guys really, you know, you're giving me these mixed signals. You want to be there. You don't want to be there. You feel that I, I dragged you into this. I don't, I don't want to drag anybody into anything. No, we're just hyping it up for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I got to uh, Now, so Robin does the damage, right? Yes. Robin's the one who got caught telling them what they're supposed to do without oh, yeah. asking them. And oh, yeah. now she's the victim because yep. they called her out on it. That is such narcissism. Absolutely. Yeah, she's the wounded fawn getting startled in the forest. Yeah. Oh, just, no. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I got to say, that clip does sound like they are saying, hey, we're going to go there and have a good time and have a good time at the table. Don't you so, agree? You want us to play bingo? And now now Wiggy is John Hine. Like, he's oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nobody asked you to play bingo. Yeah, I, I, I wanted you to be, uh, you know, sometimes I've seen you be charming and funny. That's all. That's all we're going to do. <laughs> the Guatemalan kid with the flies was just a joke. I'm not really going to bring a ghost. You're not going to bring a Guatemalan kid? I went online last night. <laughs> I couldn't get one shipped over in time. I thought you were bringing your A game. Yeah, but A game means you're bringing a Guatemalan. All right, <laughs> all right I'll do it. All right. All right. But thank uh, you. Robin, we really want to have a good time. Please don't be insulted. Okay, a little more, guys. We really do. Right. We think it's a nice event. I want to know where Robin saw you being charming and funny. I, you know, it's always been in private. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't do that. All right, you and from what I'm hearing, uh, I'll speak for Robin. You and Richard are out of the event. All right, nothing All right, new. Goodbye. We're used to that. All right, goodbye. That's it. You're out. Another high, the, uh, another high fiving in the back room, just the back mm -hmm. office, going like, "Thank God we don't have to be part of this piece of shit." Because yeah, I, I, I mean, just, just, and, just imagine. And now we've Right. Now, even if they do go, she's going to treat them like wait staff and. There's no winning. And can think, keep in mind, guys, look like they work there however long during the day. They can't even go home. They're probably working until two, three in the afternoon, maybe longer. And then they got to kill time until the stupid event, whenever it is. And they're not going to get any kind of fucking sleep. And there's no point commuting home. They may as well just stay in the fucking studio and sleep there in the green room. And well, because she wouldn't get them a hotel or anything Fuck to make no. their lives easier. <laughs> you kidding? You're out at your table. Were you getting any bids on their table anyway? I hadn't put it up for auction yet. Wow. Well, there. 
I just fired those two from your table. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else you want out? Oh, no, everybody's out. It's fine. At rough count, oh. guys, <laughs> there's already four shots on the table. <laughs> everybody's out. Yeah. Get out of here. Sound uncomfortable. I am very uncomfortable. It was an uncomfortable wrap-up show yesterday. You know, to hear people carrying on that way, it was just odd. So they don't have to be a part of anything. The reason why it's odd, because nobody in the, no one in your life dares tell you the truth. And no one dare, dares tell you to your face you're being a manipulative, fucking over-presumed, like overbearing, presumptuous twat. And if, yeah. you had it, if you'd heard it more often in your life, maybe you'd be a better person for it. Right. Right. So, like, you know, it's, it's this, the sound, this is sound like someone who never gets questioned, never gets confronted, never gets, uh, you know, uh, notified that their behavior is completely unacceptable. No, she never gets called out. So now it's uncomfortable for her to be told the truth. Well, and, welcome to everybody else's life besides and, yours. And, and Wiggy's enjoying this from start to finish. Oh, he's playing both sides of the fence. Well, this and is not doing going well. Really well. <laughs> yep. Well, I feel the event will be a success. Well, you know, I'll work as hard as I can to make it a success. That's what, you know, that's my job. Right. Well, you've got your work cut out for you, but uh, I think there's just burning a hole through that note, <laughs> through that fucking monitor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, I know. Worse. What is she doing? I don't know if it's a monitor or notes in front of the monitor. Because she's not, I don't know. I don't see her clicking away at anything. I don't see her, you know, um, it's always the same spot. I don't see her. I, I see it just more like it doesn't matter if it's a note or the computer. She's just avoiding gaze. Get her well, that's gaze. A, that, that's well, it. That's the, that is the whole point. Yeah, absolutely. There may not be anything. It's probably a screensaver. It's probably that one that Brendan <laughs> Brendan always puts in the mockery thread of the old Windows 3.1, like a prism mm -hmm. changing shape and color. That's exactly what's on hers. You will prevail. What do you think of that? My money's on you. I just do what I do. People can, you know, do whatever they do. <laughs> wow. When they do an event, they can choose whatever they want to be about it. Or, you know, they can just sit on their laurels and, and comment on what other people do. Uh, well, it sounds like a... Fuck you. Jesus laurels. Christ. Yeah. That wrap-up show did it again. <laughs> well... <laughs> I didn't hear the wrap-up show yesterday, actually, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> His nose is getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a bird and a nest on it pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. I just heard, you know, that people were like, are you going to come down and defend yourself? I was like, what do I need to defend myself for? Oh, the way she says things, defend myself for. Yeah. What? <laughs> I should go there and fight with them about a charity event. And what my motivations for doing it are. That's ridiculous. And that whole flippant way that look away, give your thing, look away, give your, uh, give your point, give your non point, look away. Why not just look at them? If you feel really serious about it, if you feel, I don't know, virtuous enough, or you feel that the, the it's cause is noble, make direct eye contact. It weakens your point. It weakens anything you have to say to look away. One of the well, things I learned ages ago. you don't care enough to defend ago, it. You don't care no. enough to defend it. And looking away, by the way, is a classic trait of being dishonest. Absolutely. Mm. Right. Well, you would think the charity event would have been causing happiness, but it seems to only be causing pain. 
Well, that's what happens in this bizarro world. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is the bizarro world. Who specifically got under your skin? I don't. Uh, I think mostly Jason. Jason? Yeah. Of Jason and Will? <laughs> <laughs> That'll wake you up in the morning, boy. <laughs> With the wing? <sighs> Forget it. <laughs> Jan Janice, your dreamboat is docked. <laughs> You know what's so weird is Alec Baldwin now looks like that. <laughs> well, Alec Baldwin, I mean, he's in his 60s now, I guess, you know, according to whatever, 62, 63 years old, according <laughs> to current reports, depending what what newspaper you read. Um, but Jesus, I, I can't even. <laughs> you know, when you're pregnant, you have this thing. It's called the uh, there's like a line that goes down your belly at some point. A lot of pregnant people get it. And it's like a shade color like it's a darkening line down your belly. I, for, I think it's called Nev, Nev line line something. No, I forgot. I forgot the name, but it looks exactly like that, but that's hair. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like they took out his entire digestive system, stitched him up and there's a huge black scar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Uh, it's like George is like George, uh, but you, Oh, God. George the Animal Steel. Well, they're not a team. We're not a couple anymore. <laughs> I feel like they're a team and Sal and Richard are a team. I don't know why. Well, Will would like to be separated from the team, and I can understand why. <laughs> Anything you want to address to Jason? No, or no, no, no. He can have his feelings about whatever. That's his business. All right. Now, this is how uncomfortable she gets anytime there's a when she's pissed off and wants to keep it in. She's but you can see it bubbling the whole time and oh. she just doesn't want to come off as yelling or whatever. But she she's barely keeping it in. Now, if this had been 15 years earlier, she would have walked out and she will walk out at one point during this, but not this particular episode. I don't think the teapot is boiling <laughs> <laughs> completely. Well. Looks like there's going to be some uncomfortable feelings around here. That's my take. Well, on apparently it. everybody's uncomfortable with me. Now I know it. <laughs> mm. That's all that's happened. <laughs> they hate me. <laughs> God, I'm a loathsome piece of shit. <laughs> and when you laugh, it seems to it seems to trail off. <laughs> oh, let me go look at that monitor. Wouldn't it be funny if it was just like a blank screen looking back at her? <laughs> It's not even it's not even plugged in. Seems to be some fear about you, right? Uh, apparently, yeah. I'm like a scary person. <laughs> what is she looking at? <laughs> Matrix screen. Does this mean and this is a tough decision for you to make now, but does this mean Jason is out of girls' night out? <laughs> is she out? Be honest. You don't want him there anymore. Uh well, since girls' night out out has been inactive, he can still be in it. And uh, will you, is Jason part of the new charity event? I had asked Jason. <laughs> Waxing for Jason? Is that the new event? <laughs> <laughs> like 40-year-old virgin? Yeah. <laughs> for a couple of phone numbers, but maybe I should go to someone else. So you're cutting him out completely? of the. I don't want to bother him. Right. So he will not be asked to do any charity. You know when that you know the last time she used that word in this context in the studio when he started talking about uh, robiniswrong.com and he goes I'm going to bring this guy in for you to debate she goes I don't I doesn't matter I don't even want to bother 
And yep. she says it in such a way that she's doing her best to keep herself in check from blowing up. Because if you blow up, they have that on they have that footage forever. And she knows that. Her hottie is at a 30 right now. It's, it's level red. <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. The work per se. No. All right. There you go. There's a lot of changes coming down the pike. Jason suddenly on the outs. Sal and Richard. He's not on any outs. Oh, yes, he is. No, I'm just not going to bother him. You know, he says, you know, somebody came in and took over the office. Strange person. Bothered him. So so I don't want to bother him. So is it fair to say, oh, you fucking, fucking asshole. Jesus but you Christ. did. But you yeah. did. So you did bother everyone in the office and now you're being called out on it. And suddenly and, now and, yeah. you don't want to bother him. It's such bullshit. Right. Because it's their fault. She's not going to apologize for bringing a complete stranger in to fucking eat up some time there or because she tasked people to do work that they weren't supposed to. Uh, and she's getting chastised for it. No, it's your fault because you're bad people. You're evil. Not me for, you know, for fucking <laughs> cracking the whip here. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That uh, Richard and Sal are out of the charity event. Jason will not even be asked to help out with the charity event. I'm wondering where John Hine and Gary stand at this point. That's the big question. Again, uh, I don't, you know, people can, I will leave them all alone. Well, all right. Oh, you made it all of us? She's not, I'm mad. not mad. At She's anyone. leaving you all alone. <laughs> that was convincing. Oh. I'm not mad as I've just burned a hole through my computer screen staring at it. And my coffee is my coffee is colder than I don't know, a gravedigger's dick. <laughs> I mean, somebody called the show yesterday and said that Robert's filling a void, and I went out of my way to say that that's bullshit and you're crazy. I mean, I don't want to be lucky with those other guys. Well, you, oh, uh, you are what a, yeah, total, total, <laughs> just don't stick it in too far, Robin. All right. Too late. Too late. I took care of that. Am I guilty by just by virtue of being host of the show? Yes. Am I right, Robin? I'm, uh, again, I'm not, I just don't want to bother anybody. <laughs> These are the key keywords. Again, bother and, uh, like, I don't know. What's another keyword, Robin? Key Robinism. Uh, I don't know, but she just doesn't want to. She she will, g- will gladly lump Gary in with this, even though he is host of the show. She won't let him off the hook and just say, no, I'm not mad at you because you right. host the show. She can't even bring herself to do that. No way. She has to no. have these vague, blanketed, passive aggressive hatred That's towards right. everyone. And he must pay. I mean, it, it's it's a very. A uh, slippery slope you go on here if you you get involved with anyone. Robin, I never said that I was bothered. I mean, other people did, but I never said I was bothered at all. In fact, I said that you've done a lot for me, and I feel I'd like to do some stuff back for you. I, I don't want to be lumped in with those. What guys. about that, Rob? Why does he always have to? And this is one thing I never understood. It's serious. They got all this money for the studio, and he still sounds like a Jersey rail conductor with that fucking mic that looks like it was salvaged from the Titanic. <laughs> I know. Where I know. Look at that office. Remember when Carson with the with the mic would come down? He go, "Attention, Kmart shoppers! You know, sale in yeah. aisle seven. <laughs> that, that bit. Every anytime something's going awful. Yeah, and that's exactly what this looks like. Robin, what about what Gary's saying? Is he getting lumped in with this crew? 
Well, he said that, you know, he agreed with Jason that I jump from charity to charity. Jason has an idea about how I should be charitable. And Gary said, well, you might be right about that. I said, so, I, think, I think that sometimes it's confusing which charity you're with because you've done a lot of events in a short period of time. That's not trashing you. I'm saying it now. Say it to your face. I think that you said it yesterday. It's a fine. So leave it alone. Are you really that confused? Leave it alone. Don't get me angry at me. Fucking don't make it. Don't get me angry, monkey. You don't. you wouldn't yeah. like me when I'm angry. Yeah, take it. Take, you're lumped in, so fucking deal with it. I don't care that you differentiated yourself. Fuck I you. Wanna, I, I don't want to bother. By how many charity events she's done? Well, I'm, I'm not sure which is the, mo the most important one, which is the main one. They're all important. I get that. Am I right, Robin? Look, I don't even want to have this discussion. <laughs> all right. You can enough. be lumped in, too. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I, I'm, believe me, I'm happy to be lumped in with anybody. I'm happy to be part of a group. Good, you made it. Thank you. And this is the other thing. She knows uh -oh. that he's the orchestrator of all this shit. She knows that whatever they're saying, it, it doesn't come out unless he wants that to come out. So she is correct in lumping him in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he's going to get away scot-free, more or less. Well, I don't know. A lot of activity around here. A lot of dead air, too. I'm proud of you, Charity. No. I hope you raise a lot of money. <laughs> but uh, just not my money. I don't know. Some bad vibes around here. Like I said, I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear all this. Speaking of bad vibes, too. Stamos had bad vibes too from the show. I can understand it now. <laughs> oh, when, oh. oh, when? Nobody wants to do my charity. When? No, you Why can't. Is John Stamos so. Why can't I? It's just in the jeans. It's all in the jeans. I'm so you know. feeling bad vibes from the show. Well, listen. I'm joining a group. His. You're all a bunch of vipers. Well, you can't say that. I can't. No. I just did. Well, that's mean. Boo hoo. To say that I'm a viper, I don't. I don't accept that. I mean, I might be a viper toward other people, not to you. Um, no, you're a viper to just about anybody and everybody. I've been cutting some clips recently, and I've determined, yeah. There's a lot of people who feel I'm a viper. Well, I, I just can see his point of view. Well, Not necessarily you. about you, but maybe... Well, it was directed got, at me. Uh... He directed it at me. I didn't think I was being viperous, though. I really don't. I was talking about the party, and I was, you know, I said I had a great time. And I hung around with John the whole night. <laughs> Go figure. Yep. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, was I was a little puppy following yeah, like, him around. That's right. I mentioned the Don Rickles thing that he said we uh, bummed out Don Rickles. And I said, you know, uh oh, here I come. Here we go. What's up? Turn I'm your shocked. mind. You're shocked. You were tough. I guess so. Usually I walk off the wrap up show and I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said this. So I wish I didn't say that. But I didn't think I said anything. Off base. I was in support of Robin's charity. Not really. A little bit. No, I heard a clip. I didn't think you were. There. I mean, you were now, Jason. You're you're he's trying to weasel out of your own thing. You did not say you were not. Yeah, positive you were, in the slightest, dude. There was Owner. not one breath of positivity coming out of that fucking hairy chest. Get get that fucking Lexapro shipped stat, man, because you're gonna need it for this one. As bad as I thought. You I wasn't be, one of those guys saying were... she's trying to fill a void or she's doing this for some ulterior motive. No, I was... six years ago I got jealous of Howard, and this is all a result of that. You said that. I, uh, no, you put the, this is all a result of that in there. 
Well, I said, yeah, we were. Everyone was trying to go back to the to the genesis of it. Remember, we were talking. I said for a moment, I had this little pang of jealousy while I was seeing the sixty minutes piece, and I don't even know what you know, Jason's. I don't even know about that. (laughs) Even though that happened, and I probably stewed on it for weeks, I didn't even remember. I don't remember. Yeah holding on to this this momentary <laughs> thought and now uh, has it as dragged the, it out. <laughs> the not dragged it this out but it's the idea. basis for what i do now people were trying to figure out why robin would be more charitable and, and i said you, I, and more charitable <laughs> you act as if i was not this way before that yeah I, oh, 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 <laughs> it is it is now just... like it's <laughs> she's mount saint helens right now she should have just kept staring at that monitor. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, boy. It's do you, all, do you remember because the, you want to know why she's so bothered? Because it's true. If yes. it weren't true, she wouldn't be flipping the fuck out. She'd just be no. like, no, what are you talking fuck about? No. That's a crazy remember, theory. Do you remember when we did the Sally Robin on Sally Jesse and the, the audience member gives her shit the first one and those evil eyes that she gives her and we paused it and you looked yeah. at her with her rolling her tongue in her mouth and going, like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> that's our that's our that's our heading for that episode. I think that's yes, the one that was the that yeah. was the that was the thumbnail that you said I gotta make it a Photoshop. And sure enough, this is the same look she's given him, but it's not direct, so you don't it's not as obvious, but just wait. I've you never, were not this you were not this way on the air before that. What are you talking about? I've you been never, doing I first of all, I was on the board of a charity, used to have a fundraiser every year, and I used to uh, announce it on the air the same way I have now. There simply has been a different level of activity in the last few months because I started the 15 Foundation and long before that scenarios asked me to do something for them and the girl fund asked them me to do something for them what's the big deal well the big deal took up an hour on the wrap-up oh, show you know what? I said I didn't want to get into this conversation <laughs> goodbye Jason well, Jason <laughs> I don't say I, I do I think I, I, look, I, my said I don't want to have this conversation She's a. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's the thumbnail for this one. Me, uh, if I could get a better Got copy, it. I'll I'll see about it. Set. Okay. I want to talk to you about it. All right. Well, then I guess. Uh, no, then we're done. <laughs> I guess we are done. All right. All right. Never mind. Thank then. You, and this is the interesting thing. You, you, if you blink, you'll miss it. But he looks over to Howard first to see, like, am I done? You're the one that's going to tell me to to leave. I got to look. I got to wait for your cue. So he knows, like stuttering John did, you're under the boss's protection until you're not. Right. And like, you, did uh, I do my job? Did I do my job, boss? Can I go? Am I? Did I service you properly? He's like, yeah, thanks. You, you pretty much did. Yep. Did you stir the sauce enough? Did you stir the pot enough? Okay, that's enough. Bye bye. Yeah, and and are you as a result the the victim of the aggression instead of me, which is the way I like it? Yes. Yep. Because she was about to get pissed at Howard. Notice that she was about oh, to get mad, lumping him in. He got bad vibes and was like, "I gotta, I gotta shift this anger." Big time. Class <laughs> dismissed. Wow. Good lord. Well, sorry, it's all come to this. There's a lot of good intentions here. Where? Well, on your part. You're trying to raise money for charity. You said there's a lot of good intentions. I don't see it all around. Hold it. I said there's a lot of good intentions from you. Hello? 
What? <laughs> oh my god, she's a fucking child. Yes, she is. You're bummed out. I have to work with these people. They have to work with you. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the line should be on the other hand, on the other foot. Hmm. Well, what can I say? This is what happens in the workplace. Uh, not to me. Usually I'm not involved with them, obviously. I don't know what they're like. You, you don't know what they're like, but you task them to do this fucking work for you, you fucking idiot. Yeah, they were great up until they actually said, we don't like how we're being treated. Right. And then they're shit. Yeah, they yeah. were always shit. Yeah. It's that wrap-up show, I'm telling you. No, it's not. It's who they are. The wrap-up show only exposes that. <laughs> it's nice to know who you're working with. No, no, no. The wrap-up show exposes you. That's yes. what you don't like. Yes. This, she, this is a mirror being held up to her, and she doesn't like what she sees. Hence why she's also turning away. It's a great, I mean, it's a it's a metaphor, really. Um, and, and I imagine Howard, you know, in much the same way, if he has to be con confronted about anything. I mean, the, when the Howard TV staff had to leave... He wouldn't even confront. He wouldn't even show them his face. He was embarrassed to fucking be around them because he didn't have the sack to say, "Look, guys, you're, we're going another direction. I'm sorry to leave it so late or whatever, um, but you're going. And thanks for all the help and whatever." But he he had to, I think it was in um, the serious problem uh, Reddit post where basically Doug Goodstein dragged him over to you know the guys leaving, saying, "You at a Christmas party or whatever, not a Christmas party, but some event or something." He said, "You got to." face these people and he was not willing to because he knew he was the asshole right these people who are coming in on the wrap-up show or now in studio are the mirrors and she yes. doesn't want to look at them no and the callers of course too hmm well i'll move on i don't know what else to say i was trying to get to the bottom of all of this if there were real negative feelings and now howard he doesn't want to face the mirror, so he's hiding in his basement because he knows the show shit. He knows everybody at work is uncomfortable and doesn't like the way the show is going. So instead of going back in studio, he'd rather just hide out in his basement for the rest of his career. Yep, completely. But Oh, you're wondering if they're real negative feelings? I don't know. I think some of the guys try to perform on that wrap-up show. <clears throat> they try to... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's now really uptight. That that little him clearing his throat, that's similar to the Gary move. Mm -hmm. When you're you got your heart up in your throat and you're upset, you're worried because she's upset, and he hates well, confrontation just as much as she does. And now it's just the two of them and Fred, who you won't see. You but won't see. It's it's just the two of them facing each other in this awkward tangible frustration and he's lumped in with it so now he's like shit how am i going to divert this awfulness that, that i don't want right. to deal with and he orchestrated it and he knows and she knows they all they all know that he's responsible for making this happen make it interesting but they kind of don't know how to finesse it you know what i'm saying i don't think anybody dislikes you or is against you <laughs> no I, one think, said I that. think people generally around here like you a lot i do and I think, you know, I think Jason behind the scenes does work very hard with you on a lot of these events and things from what I hear from what you guys tell me. 
but I think they get on the wrap-up show and they're trying to make something interesting happen and they maybe put their foot in their mouth or step on somebody's toes. She also knows that the way to fuck, fuck with him now is to not have anything to say and that silence is deafening to him. Oh yeah, and he yeah. will, and he is just scrambling for a reaction, and she's yeah. not giving it. Right, since you didn't fill the arty chair, you have all that's your own fault as well, buddy. I always wondered, like, how, why he didn't fill the chair, and it's because he doesn't want another mirror. Yeah, he doesn't want somebody else in their real bit of reality going in there to to show him exactly how he's wrong, how he's. Uh, you know, Pustara, how he's, uh, um, you know, just out of touch completely. What do you think of that? Uh, I, I don't even care what that what happens. Mm, I just know what they said. Or the feeling I got from what they said. Can they do anything to repair their relationship with you? There's nothing wrong with our relationship. Oh, <laughs> bullshit. Oh. No, no, really. It sounds bad. It'll be the same. Really? Mm-hmm. No, it won't. I don't think it will. Yeah, I'm just uh, not going to look at you when I say that. Yeah, or I'm anybody blind. else. Yeah. It is, I think. It'll be, why would it be any different? Because you have a nice relationship with Jason. I see you two palling around. But why would it be any different? He's the same person before I heard the wrap-up show yesterday yeah, as he is today. You're angry with him. No, I'm not. You're not? No, I said I just don't want to have the conversation. They had their conversation. It's enough already. It's over. Yeah, it's enough when it's about you. It's You can go on for hours and hours when it's about somebody else, like when I already had an issue or whatever. You could make it last for fucking 10 hours, you fucking prick. I know. Hmm. Want to talk about American Idol? <laughs> Didn't see it. <laughs> Okay, so that's about the end of that, guys. Uh, I think it, so. What we have left for you goes past the summer, goes into October marathon, November marathon, and finally the end of that year, and um, the <laughs> the march for the bagels, which I believe the next episode will be the finale, and we've already got the Photoshop. So stay tuned for that one. Any closing thoughts on this one, Sam? Before we wrap it up. Wow, I just, her reaction, I'll be drunk if I'm playing that game where she looks at the monitor. So I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to that. <laughs> okay, have a, have a good one. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Bye. You know what I mean? They, yeah. For a burrito? Well, they had a problem. I like uh, they they got a whole bunch. No, I knew it was There's your burrito. I knew it was Go ahead, eat. There yeah. it goes. <laughs> I don't want it to get cold. There Thanks, you go. Rich. Look who just got happy. <laughs> 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 Here's my burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's hungry. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's feeding time. <laughs> Put something in his fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs>